Los Angeles underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to The Superiority Complex, everybody. Your new favorite podcast special episode, sort of. Patrick and Justine couldn't be here. We had a whole scheduling thing because I had jury duty this week, so we weren't sure when we were going to be able to get together, and Patrick and Justine were not available at the time we were able to record, which is the usual time, but they will be back next week when we talk about Dazed and Confused, along with, uh, we're going to have a couple special guests. Well, we're going to have one special guest, and then we're going to have today's special guest, who really isn't a special guest anymore. He, I don't even know how, how do we, he's like a featured featured guest, is that what we would say? <laughs> I think at this point, he's like a regular crew member. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just here. New for 22. <laughs> Suckers. Um. I loved last week. He said, Brent said something like, apparently, I'm going to be here every Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> where, yeah. where can we catch you, Brent? Well, apparently, right well, here. Well, right here. Yeah, right. The newest member of the crew, uh, yeah. our newest co-host. Brent from the Home Video Hustle, from the great Home Video Hustle, is here. Hey. Uh, they're doing good work over there, and, and uh, there each episode gets longer and longer. It's damn right, but in a good way. <laughs> you really feel like you're just hanging out with your friends when you when you listen to uh, an episode of the Home Video Hustle, as opposed to here, where you really just feel like you're hanging around with a bunch of people you can't stand. Well. Everybody you like, and then me, because I'm very obnoxious. I realize yeah. when I listen back. Listen. Well, you know, I realize when I listen back, I don't get to be myself a lot because I was on Stephen Izzy's podcast last week. So listen to that. Uh, everything I learned from movies. We talked about Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It dropped uh, last week. I had fun. I go on other people's uh, podcasts and I have a good time because I don't have to run things. Here exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. You can just clown around, which is what we're doing. There's no pressure. Exactly. You're running things. We get to just clown around. So you probably missed that. I gotta be the. Ch- I gotta be the chief from from Get Smart over here, just like this all the time, just like holding my. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but today, we're but gonna... I gotta say, you still put the zingers in. You listen, and you're right on top of it. It's like doing it with a stand-up comic. You've got the zingers. John, all ready this to go. is exactly why you're still here after so long. All right. This is why oh. you're never going to leave. All right. You, oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. That's all I had to say. Huh? <laughs> Damn it, John. Yeah. Oh, like, <laughs> like you're going anywhere, Brent. Where are you going? <laughs> hey, I got a feeling at this point, your, your job is more secure than ours. <laughs> well, what I feel, I feel good now because like if I go down or something happens, I go down. I know Brent can take over the show. Right, he'll have a he'll have a fifth show. Yeah, he's like, now I got to run this thing. Yeah, yeah. Clear out in California. Somehow yeah. I'm going to run that show. Yeah, he'll, he's the he's the Johnny Carson to my Jack Parr. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I start wow. that yeah. reference, who got that? John. <laughs> well, that 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 makes one. <laughs> and I'm talking I'm talking about listeners too. Yeah. They're like who the fuck who the fuck's Jack Parr? <laughs> I didn't want to insult Brent by saying he's the Jay Leno to my Johnny Carson. I don't want to say that. That's somebody's insulting. grandfather is going to be somebody's grandfather is going to go. Did he just say Jack Parr? <laughs> Even they're asking who's Jack Parr. Who's Jack Parr? Yeah. Oh, I got I got to send you this video, Mario. I saw oh, it was um, Don Rickles was on on the show with Jay Leno, and all he did was harass the shit out of Jay Leno the whole time. Yes, oh, you can tell he didn't want to be there with him. That's uh, that's that's, great. that's what he was famous for, just just being a jerk. 
And then not, I love it though. I do. I do too. Yeah, but I think I think if you uh, push comes to shove, I think Rickles uh, Doug Letterman more than Leno, so he probably really didn't want to be there. <laughs> oh, tell, he asked him a question for you. What it was? But you could tell your boy legit got mad. He's like, "What? What, what kind of question is that?" <laughs> <laughs> I was in tears watching that. Yeah, you can kind of tell sometimes when it's not just him being Don Rickles. He's like, uh, he doesn't really want to be there, you know. <laughs> uh, I I do love a I do love a Don a, a nice Don Rickles roast. There is one where he's really old, where he turns up on Letterman with uh howard stern and uh-huh. uh him and howard stern just talk and they ignore letterman says like three things <laughs> they ignore letterman like three times he, wow. ca- he calls him a gentile and then he says something he's like i'll be with you in a minute and then he never yeah, yeah. so and then letterman's just sitting there waving at the camera it's really kind of funny he yeah kinda, he kind of got, got bounced on on his own show i know what that's like i'll tell you that i, I know that oh, really oh what yeah well, you get like a co-host from another podcast, and everybody's like, "Oh, hey, <laughs> it's the worst." But see, but see, you invite that co-host though, so you invite you know, the problem. Listen, to I yourself. know. Listen, I know when you we combine forces, baby. See, That's what you, you do. Get Voltron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get like the Voltron. Are we like the five tiger Voltron, five lions, or are we like that fifteen vehicle one? Remember that Voltron, where it was oh, like fifteen <laughs> different vehicles? That's the Voltron. Nobody remembers. We got to get. <laughs> I love it. The Voltron nobody remembers. The Vol- <laughs> hey, by the way, I just saw that they're doing an uh, a new. You know how they did Shin Godzilla, Brent? They're uh, doing an Ultraman Shin movie. I saw wow. That too. Hey, I, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shin Ultra. I can't wait. Wow, that's crazy. Ultraman Shin Godzilla. Did you like it? Which what was that? Did you like Shin Godzilla? I loved it. Okay, I did too. Most people don't seem to like that one very much. I love. Why it. is that? I, well, it's kind of slow in as far as there's a lot of people in it, but it's not the. <laughs> fa- it, but it's you know more you, people than monsters. Well, you know, like it, the Godzilla movies are always like that. There, there's but way more die. people than monsters, right? But it, but it's always like the singing twins or aliens that look like early, you know, like Devo, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they're they're yeah. they're in this one. It's Godzilla. It's basically, it's a whole. Uh, metaphor for how Japan handled the Fukushima power plant and the whole mm. uh, and how much bureaucracy and red tape there is. So it's all these levels of government trying to deal with Godzilla. It's like they treat it like it's a real threat. Like, like so I think that bored a lot of people because there's a lot of just like uh, how the government works. But to me, that was fascinating. Yeah, yeah. It was well, they complain too. about the new ones. Yeah. Well, I like it too because there'll be parts because it's all about, like I said, them meeting up to try and figure. So you only see Godzilla probably it's like a two-hour movie. You see Godzilla probably for like twenty minutes. Yeah. Mm. But a lot of it just showed them in the boardroom arguing with each other, and they finally come up with a plan, and then they try it, and it fails immediately. Then you just hard cut to them back in the room again. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's that fa- sounds like a com- like a comedy. Like well, okay. Well, what's that, fascinating that <laughs> is like there's a scene where they they like Godzilla's in the middle of the city, and there's a remember when he's approaching the city and they have the helicopters yep. and then. Uh, are you he there? Died. Can you your, guys hear your me? Audio died. Yep. You froze died. for a good minute there. Am I still yeah. there? No, you're, you're back. You, you're here now. Oh, I'm back. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I'm getting it on this and, end. That's and sounds, we're back. That sounds dirty. Cornerback. <laughs> uh, oh no, there's a scene where you know Godzilla's <laughs> approaching the city, and the the prime minister's in the room, and they literally have to go up the chain of command to fire on Godzilla, and there's, mm. there's like 20 people sitting in the room, so it goes from like the the pilot. To you know, like the, the unit commander, then it goes into the room, and then like 
up the chain of command until the prime minister finally says, okay, fire. And you're just like, wow, <laughs> wow. this takes forever to, you know, even just to, it's like, so it's really, really fascinating. And probably mm-hmm. the most destructive Godzilla I've ever seen. Like the most really? terrifying for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I about to say the scariest looking one too. God, yeah. it fucking like it, like it morphs and evolves as it's like. Yeah. Is, that, well, is that right? Yeah. The yeah. tail, the tail has a face on it and a mouth yeah. and everything. Yeah. Are you kidding? It, <laughs> wow. Like okay, that, I gotta see. I gotta see this thing. I just kind of passed on it. I gotta see this thing. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's second. It's second form where it like doesn't have any like. It's like, it's not quadrupedal. It's like dragging its front half on the floor. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one's fucked. That's fucking terrible. Well, the first one is like this kind of. It looks like a worm, and it's got googly eyes, and it's kind of goofy, but it's uh, causing all this destruction, you know. And then, mm-hmm. as it, I think it takes what four forms. It, it, it its fourth and I final so. form is like the Godzilla it's that seven, we know. Seven form. Is it really? I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It keeps evolving. Does he finally look like the classic Godzilla well, at the end? Or it looks like, like that no. halfway through. It looks like the mm. the scariest Godzilla you've ever seen. Yeah, and uh, the most so that, destructive. that finally came out. Uh, what what platforms that on now? Is that? Uh, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but I think I saw the DVD. I think there must be like a criteria. Oh, I have a, I have the DVD. I'll lend it to you, John. I have it. Yeah, on yeah. I have it on. I don't DVD. know why it passed on it, but I did. And uh, but you've been raving about it for a while now. I went to see it at the theater. I went to actually see it. That was like mad. one day only, right, or one week only. It was like a, yeah, it was like a very limited release, uh, and I, I went to. The, I was mad. I, went I think get... that was the most limited thing I ever saw. I think it was like one day or something. It was like you said to me, "It's today or never," because they're gonna run this like once, you know. I, I think they ran it for like a week, maybe. I think it was like mm, a yeah. week. It was like a week. Somehow I missed it. Yeah. It was fantastic. It was one of those things where they uh, they beamed it live. It was like a satellite. Mm-hmm. Ah, like, like the Fathom event. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It was yeah. like gotcha, that. Gotcha. Yeah. Or like, like when we saw uh, the Star Trek. Uh, I guess did you go with me to that? They showed the. Uh, they showed a Star Trek episode. Uh, it, it was a Fathom event. They, it was one of the old school ones, one of the first episodes. Oh no! Might have been, might have been the first episode, and they just ran it like uh, they they beamed it to all the theaters. I did see the Fathom event of the Rift Tracks Anaconda though, so mm. that was that was pretty great. <laughs> you and uh, you and Robert, right? Uh, yeah, Robert and I went and. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was hilarious. That was probably You're I like mean, I'm not missing this. Is that on there? Is that on their website, uh, Brent? Or do you have it? I'm not sure. I don't have it. Uh... All right. Uh, oh, we have to review, by the way. We have a couple of reviews uh, this week. Uh, by the way, I did not introduce the, the other two members of the crew. I'm so sorry. Uh, Handsome Dan Handsome. Today's mm-hmm. unofficial sponsor, Jake. Jake, why don't you take a minute and tell us about your Twitch stream where, where everybody Already? can find you. Already? We just got here. I know, man. But <laughs> before people tune out, before we get too deep into hard-boiled, because oh, Brett hey, and I are going to talk hey, about hey, about it for, for like four hours. Uh-huh. Well, I uh, I stream on Twitch.tv slash Handsome Dan Handsome, uh, variety streamer playing all kinds of good games, uh, likes of which like Elden Ring, um, different kinds of Pokemon, uh, some real and some ROM hacks, and uh, Rocket League or whatever I feel like. So Monday, Wednesdays, six o'clock, sometimes earlier. Sometimes he dresses like a pirate. Sometimes I dress like a pirate. <laughs> I've seen that. I did once. I did once. That was for um, that was when Sea of Thieves, I think, first came out. I dressed up as a pirate. Sea of Thieves, not uh, it was uh, like a pirate day, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it was great. He was... Oh, that would that see missed opportunity. Let's let's talk like a pirate. When is that? 
That's a real thing. God, that's been going on for years now. Right. Yeah. Pirate Day, yeah. Never who the hell oh. came up with that? Was that uh, Jimmy Kimmel? Who the hell came up with that? Who knows? Some comedian came up with that, and it stuck. Hmm. Oh, what's his name? The book, the guy that wrote, writes the books, uh, Dan. Dave Barry? Um, Dave Barry. Dave Barry, that's it. That's it. You guessed uh, it, yeah. Hey, how about that? How does that even, how does that stick? <laughs> Talk like a pirate. John, guy. who played Dave Barry in a TV series based on his uh, writings? Oh, I have no idea. I'll guess, like, uh, when was that? What, what, I what think year? it was the 90s. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Uh, I have no idea. It was uh, Harry hmm. Anderson. Harry Anderson. Uh, oh, wow. Good pick. Good pick. Back in the 90s, before Everybody Loves Raymond kind of brought CBS back mm. as far as sitcoms, when they were in that weird, it was just like... Like, uh, so it was after Night Court. Yeah, it was after. <laughs> yeah, it was after Night Court. Mm. Whatever. Uh, Harry Anderson passed away, right? Is that? Is that yeah, I yeah, think he did. Yeah. And, I uh, wish I could stream Night Court somewhere. They do. I, I, oh, you know, there's all kinds of stations hey, running that. There's all kind. Look around. Antenna, MeTV. Somebody's running that. John, do I know? have to watch it with commercials? Yes. Yes. I'm out. So you're like, what am? What am I? An animal? What am I? An animal? <laughs> That's I my favorite it. line. It's like, what am I, an animal? I got to sit and watch commercials with the rest of these guys? <laughs> hey, check, check Voodoo. I was on Voodoo not too long ago, and I got the whole series digital for 20 bucks. Did you really? I'm dead serious. It's on my phone. Yeah. They had a bunch of Futurama episodes the other day for $4.99. I bought, uh, mm. I, I missed the last few seasons, so I picked them up for $4.99. Hey, did you hear the latest? They are going to be doing new episodes of Futurama John, on Hulu. I am so yeah. sorry, John. I knew this for a while. There's been a whole thing <laughs> because John DiMaggio was not going to come yeah, back. right. He wasn't going to come back, and how can you do it without him? Who's right. going to do Bender? You've yeah. got to get him back. Well, he's he, going to have to pay. He came back, but there was, yeah. a, there was a whole drama unfolding. But when I, I saw that, when I yeah. see these things, I always assume that, that yeah, everybody knows. I, that. I should have mentioned I, it to you. A long time no, ago. I, I I've been keeping touch. I've been keeping track of it, and I knew that they'd work it out because it's like recasting Homer Simpson. It, that ain't gonna happen. You're gonna have to pay him what he wants because you can't yeah. get somebody else to do his voice after that many years. And Bender's, who are you gonna get to do Bender? So, well, I'm I'm kind of uh I'm looking forward to that because when they came back, they took that time off and they came back. It, they didn't miss a beat. Uh, those episodes were just as good. You know, when they came back a while. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They went off the air. They came back. They had all the same voices, all the same writers, and it was like they were never away. I thought, ah, it's going to come back. It's going to be lame. It was just as good as the, uh, the the first three seasons. The only misstep that show took was when they released those four straight-to-video, oh, like, yeah, two-hour movies. Um, but only because those things are designed – it works best as a half hour. When you try to string them together like a half hour, it doesn't work. Like a, like a TV movie, it doesn't work. It's just too long. Uh, that was the problem with those movies. They did about three or four of those. What was that? Mm -hmm. The Beast with uh, 10 million backs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Bender's Game. Those are just because uh, they feel like they're just like four episodes strung together and it's just too long. Sure. Uh, so you can kind of watch those, I think, as episodes. You don't, it just doesn't work. Some things don't work as a, as a two hour block. Futurama is like The Simpsons, it works best as a half hour. You know, there's a rhythm to it, and you don't want to screw the screw that up. Uh, I always say that the, the I always like Futurama. People always look at me weird, but to me, The Simpsons. Now, when you go watch it, those first two or three seasons are almost. Some of the episodes are good, but a few of them are just like 
they're so different from what they became in like the later seasons. Well, it's been 30. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. been 33 years. And yeah. it's, it's a different company. After like the first five seasons, they went with a different animation. Well, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So some of those early seasons are a little tough to sit through all of the episodes. Yeah. I feel like Futurama, you can start and it just hit the ground running. Yeah, and, and they uh, all it's consistent. You're yeah. right, it's consistent. Uh, Simpsons, you know, that much time, anything's going to change over time. I think it's a matter of just uh, the passage of time. You're right, they don't quite play as sharp as they used to, but my God, you're talking like 33 years. I can't even believe they've been on that long. No show's been on that long. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. It's finally, I think now they're gaining on 60 minutes. You know, they beat Gunsmoke, and, uh, you know, first they said, oh, they've been on longer than the Flintstones. That was no big trick. That was like six, seven years, you know? <laughs> and then they're like, well, now they've been on longer than MASH and Cheers. And then it was like, okay, now they've been on longer than Gunsmoke. That was like 20 years. Now I guess they're gunning for 60 minutes, you know, <laughs> on longer than 60 minutes. 60 minutes is still going, though, so there's there's really no way they can, they can beat them, right? Is it still going? Yeah, I think it's still going, but there's nobody from, like, the original crew, because, uh, hell, that was, like, 1969 or something, you know. And also, dead. it's weird that in this day and age, <laughs> we still need, like, a news news in digest format. It's like... Well, I don't know who's watching it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who watches, like, network TV anymore. Um for like news i don't know i guess my mom have cable my mom yeah she i liked, know they do stories but it's hard to imagine they're the breaking the breaking stories you know she like my mom uh, likes world news tonight with that guy she's like oh i like i forgot his name my mom's always like oh i like guy, i love it with oh, that guy <laughs> my mom's always now, like oh world i like news him tonight with that guy my mom thinks that she's he, she thinks he's very trustworthy so it's mm. it's kind of like yeah, a, who would that be it's not is it because all those guys are gone. I can't think of his Jennings name. Or, he's a younger dude. Brian Gum. He's a um, he's a younger dude. Not Brian Williams. Uh, his name is David Muir. Yes, name? that's it. Ah. Yeah, he's a young dude with a with a cocked eyebrow. Very serious. Hmm. Very serious. I love when those guys have yeah. to do when they have to do like the lighter side, and like it's it's like uh, it's like thirty minutes of news of you know Russia invading Ukraine and all that stuff, and then at the very end. And now on a lighter note. You know, <laughs> that's why they're not doing the the local news. They they can't do that sort of. Okay, this cat was caught up a tree until <laughs> here comes. Hey, they got him down. They can't do that. They're just completely. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a certain personality to do the local news. You know. Speaking of serious personalities, John. Hey. Why don't you walk us through this? You you got to see the Batman last week. We, none of us have seen it. Handsome Dan, did you get to see the uh, the the Batman? I did not see the Batman. What Brett? is it? Is it is it the Batman? What's what's yeah? The, what's it's the, the Batman. Oh shoot! Hold on. How it's... many movies have the title the Batman? None. None? Really? None. No. It's kind of like with Wolverine. There was one called the Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> because you know you can't. It's kind of tough when you do one that's exactly the same. They've done it, but I, with Batman, I don't think they've done it. They had to have something different, and it felt right for this one. It felt right because it's supposed to be like only his second year. Uh, when this movie opens, he's only been doing it for two years, so it felt right that it's still the Batman. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, Nicole called, and I'm like, oh, I, I wanted to give her that look where I'm like, hey, it's uh, you know, I'm recording, right? But I could the Batman. <laughs> it's the Batman. Uh, you know, Mario used to do that a lot. He used to like look at me and go, um, hey, how do you like? the batman yeah you know <laughs> it's not batman it's the Batman. yeah i bring it and now that now they did it they just like we're gonna make the show the batman 
You know what it is? It's once they got Robin. It, then it became Batman and Robin. But it's, and, you know, the Batman is when it's the er, early days. So was, was first first question I have to ask is, was the theater crowded? Were there a lot of people there? Did you? Nope. This, you know what it was? This oh. was uh, because it was Thursday. I got tickets a couple weeks ago for thir- it was the day before it opened. It was uh, Thursday and it was three o'clock. It wasn't like a midnight show. So at three o'clock, a lot of people are still working or they're still in school or whatever. Uh, I was in the biggest theater at um, the La Habra Regal, and uh, there might have been maybe twelve other people in that whole theater. Wow. That's like probably like a hundred seats or more. And uh, there's I counted before the lights went out. There's probably maybe fifteen maximum in that theater. Wow! And so that was great. You know, it wasn't crowded, and uh, I don't think most people didn't know it was going to open. You know, midday on the day before the premiere. You know, sure. So, uh now walk us through it did you uh, where is this where you don't have to no spoilers but uh no spoilers i'm gonna be very very uh minimal on my description now you're you're one of the biggest batman fans i know so where do you rank this in the in the in the world of the batman movies you know it's right up there i think you know uh you immediately told me what pat francis you know i guess pat francis saw it even before i did it sounds yeah. like he saw it like tuesday pat francis's review was it's good but it's no dark night that was his review and mm. so far that's the most concise and true review i've read when you texted me that review i thought that's about right this is good but it's not like uh dark night good you know okay. it's just a different animal and part of that is because it is it's supposed to be like year two uh, the narration at the very beginning, he says, I've been doing this for two years now. And so you realize he hasn't quite figured all of it out yet. He's very competent out there with the costume and the car and the gadgets, but he's still kind of trying to figure out the after effects. When he gets involved, um, he's, you know, it's the after effects that he doesn't see coming. So I'm going to keep this nebulous so I'm not giving anything away, but basically <laughs> at this point in his career, he's all about the vengeance. He even calls himself vengeance. There's uh, one of the early scenes. They go, who are you, man? Instead of going, I'm Batman, he goes, I'm vengeance. And so that's kind of like the word around town. We don't know what this guy is, but he's calling himself vengeance. And there's even a scene where the penguin goes, hey, vengeance, how's it going? You know, he's like being real, like <laughs> you know, clowning on him, you know? Is he smoking? Um, Just kidding. What's that? Is he he's smoking? not smoking. I'm kidding. No, uh, because, you know, the kids might kids might take up smoking. How, you know, never mind getting... <laughs> how were the villains for you? Did the, were, did the villains come across as... Uh... Well, you know, uh, it's early on for the villains, too. You know, Matt Reeves was talking about that. He says, not only is this early on for the Batman, but this is pretty early on for all the villains. And it feels right. Kind of like Gotham. I don't know if you ever watched Gotham. It was more uh, about, uh, you know, what, what these guys were like. It was kind of like an origin story for the villains, and Batman's not even on the scene yet. It's more about mm-hmm. Commissioner Gordon. Well, this one is about the Batman, but you also see that these villains aren't... They're kind of getting it together. These It's early days for... Uh, for the Catwoman, and, uh, you know, everybody calls the Penguin. I mean, the Penguin's kind of like a nickname that he doesn't like, but is uh, they call him Oz, you know, short for Oswald, mm. uh, Cobblepot. And um, I'm just going to keep this very general. Uh, but the Riddler, it's very dark. He's like a serial killer, basically. And they got to figure out who he is, why is he doing it, what's his motivation, how do we stop him. And after this movie, you're never going to see an actor dance around in green tights as the Riddler again. It's just like <laughs> super dark. That's never gonna fly again. Some guy in green tights. Well, sort I, of, uh, I can't. You know, with question marks. Yeah, because I can't sanction that buffoonery. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> God forbid. Uh, he so he's good too. You know, uh, uh, Paul Dano is really good, and um, 
it's a while before you get to see his face, you know, because when he when he's sort of taunting the Batman and the police, he's got like glasses on and a mask and a you know he's got all this stuff. You can't hardly see anything but his eyes, and that's covered up with goggles or glasses or whatever. And um, I'll tell you what the vibe of this movie is. The vibe of this movie is like a Zodiac. If oh, you ever okay. saw David Fincher's Zodiac, that's what the vibe of this is. And really, he keeps sending him like uh, cards and letters, and it's all covered in ciphers. So they're constantly trying to decode what he's saying. So even that part of it feels like Zodiac, not just the, not just the vibe and the fact that so, he's killing all these. So people, he doesn't turn around like Adam West style and go, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is it? This yellow sits in a tree and has a submachine gun. You know, yeah, yeah. a five hundred pound canary. You know, yeah, it's not like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but he is sending uh, he is sending these little you know like sort of riddles in the cards. And what's unnerving about it is because the way he's killing these people is pretty gruesome. And then you get this card to the Batman and it just feels really wrong because, you know, they just, they see this guy who's just been like, you know, tortured to death. And they're just like, Jesus, who, you know, uh, Jeffrey Wright uh, plays uh, Commissioner Gordy. He's like, Jesus, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> you know, and um, this... everybody's really good. Andy Serkis is great as Alfred. Um, you know, everybody is really good. And Robert Pattinson does a good job. I don't know if everyone's going to dig him, but I thought, for being Batman year two, he's playing it just right. You know, some people said, oh, he comes off a little bit like a spoiled kid. And it's like, well, he's the son of a yeah. billionaire. And this, if he is a vigilante, this is only the second year he's been doing it. And I thought he played it just right. This is not your, this is not a Batman that's been doing this for like 10, 20 years. You know, this is a young Batman. I, but, I think uh, that the, the way you describe the feeling and other people have described the feeling in this movie, uh, Brent, would you not agree that this is the time we should finally see zaz victor zaz in in mm. real life form who is like a serial killer in the comics right mm -hmm. he's like that's yeah, literally I think that what he is read, yeah matt reeves has read all those so i think he pulled in some elements of that he had yeah. read hush and he had read the long halloween and he, yeah. he incorporated that he said they spent a long time tinkering with the story to get it just right and he'd read all those graphic novels he's yeah. very much up on the batman comics and uh so you'll see elements of that with this and um, the God, the Batmobile looks great. You know, it, it's it doesn't look like a tank. It looks like an old '70s muscle car. Mm. And when he starts it up, he's like put like this jet engine in it. And when it starts up, it just got this great sound that just unnerves everybody. Like, what the hell is that? You know. <laughs> I love it. Uh, where do you so, give, um, give us a number ranking using the oh, um, digital movie would, club e ranking system? Yeah, for me, I would easily give this an eight. This is a oh, solid eight. Uh, Okay. Yeah, right, for me, for me, it, it this does not play out like the Dark Knight. That's going to be a high bar that I don't know if anybody's ever going to. Uh, for my money, I don't know if anyone's ever going to reach that. I love that Christopher Nolan uh, trilogy, and the best one for my money was the second one, the Dark Knight. I don't know if anybody's ever going to. That thing just fires on all cylinders. Good story, mm. good acting, good directing. It just everything works. It might for me. That's that's the one to beat. Would and, you agree uh, with very good? Would you agree with a critique that uh, I read that it could lose about twenty minutes and not hurt it at all? Yeah, you know, I get why people always bitch about these movies being too long, but if it's if it's good, I don't care because it's going to be another three years before you get another one, probably. You know what I mean? These things they space them about two, yeah. three years apart. So when one of these movies is good, whether it's Marvel or DC, if it's really good, I don't care if it's long. Okay, so you didn't uh, feel. You didn't feel that extra 20 minutes. You didn't feel No, it. I wasn't looking at my watch. If I'm looking at my watch, there's a problem. And I wasn't like, oh, I got to get to the bathroom. I kind of okay. just sat there through the whole thing. 
Uh, I get the I get when people complain, but for me, it's like if it's working, enjoy it because you might go another three years before you get another one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And you know, there's a lot of story to tell. You know, there's a lot to tell because you and there's no origin. You don't have to worry about them doing. Oh, you know, here he is as a little boy. They don't do that. They kind of like uh, they assume that you kind of know what's going on. There's allusions to what happened to him as a kid, and there's yeah. many allusions to his parents. Okay. Um, Uncle but ben. they don't get into that, so it's it's a straight three hours of story. And maybe people think that's too long to spend on this story, but you got to introduce Gotham, you're introducing three villains, and you got to do the Batman story. Okay. And yeah. I didn't feel like you didn't get enough Batman. Sometimes you stick in a lot of villains, you go, "Gee, I didn't get much Batman." This one, you feel like you're getting you're getting enough Batman in this one. All right. Well, thanks for that but review, warning, John. But warning, it is dark. It is super, super dark, and that is visually, too. Not just emotionally, uh, but visually, I don't think there's one moment of daylight. This is dark, dark, dark. The whole thing is mostly at night. I don't think you ever see the sun come out. So it's it's literally the darkest Batman movie I've ever seen. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. But that's okay. Christ, it's Batman, for, for God's sake, and it's Gotham City. So that's kind of what you, you expect, you know? Uh, I remember... Uh, Gotham City from my childhood is being very bright and almost cartoon like. So, you mean with Adam West sort of dancing yeah, sometimes around? You gotta, sometimes you gotta get, <laughs> some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. I was thinking how far we've come from that. It really starts, you know, from Marta, for people our age, it starts with that. And you just sure. go, wow, it, that looks like it's, you know, get smart basically based right. on what you see. In right, now, right, you exactly. Know. Now, where did I put my shark repellent? That's there right. There you go. That rubber shark. And stuff. I was thinking about the Keaton, you know, the uh, Tim Burton version. And that is a hell of a lot darker than the Adam West version. Uh, but it's almost like um, I was thinking how it uh, that now when you see it, it looks very much like the whole thing is on a soundstage. Yes. It's gothic. It's dark. But you always feel like even the street scenes, you are on a soundstage. Uh -huh. And this this feels like you're in the real world, like it's New York or Chicago or wherever. He tried to really make it look like a real city. So it doesn't look like you're on, you know. You know, some some soundstage okay. with a bunch of phony buildings up. You know, uh, Brent and I had a, a we we had an experience this week that not a lot of people got to uh, experience. It was a it was a premiere for people who backed the new oh, uh, yeah. the new uh, the new Mystery Science Theater uh, season. Uh, so mm -hmm. they did an early premiere. If you backed it on Kickstarter at a certain level, you got access to what is called the Gizmoplex, which is now the Mystery Science Theater. Streaming service. They have their own streaming service now. You can get the channel on Roku, on uh, Fire on all on Fire TV, on all your browsers, on your phone, um, and so you can now. What's going to happen is you can actually go on there, and soon you'll be able. When it goes live to the public, you'll be able to buy individual episodes, or you can pay for access monthly or whatever. Uh, but uh, we, in our with the the level we donated, both of us. I think Brent. You definitely donated at a higher level because you wanted to get the physical DVDs as a reward. Uh -huh. um, but we both got access to the Gizmoplex for a year, and this last week they dropped the premiere episode, which I did not know was going to be unedited. They didn't add the – it was pretty much a raw episode. They had some uh -huh. of the credits. They had the opening credits done, but not the closing credits. And uh, there were some technical difficulties uh, for about, what, an hour? It, it, it wouldn't start, I think, from the live It was feed. like – I'd be like 30, 40 minutes, if that. Which, it actually ended up turning into some jokes because they were putting little, uh, there were little uh, uh, things at the bottom where it's, it said, please stand by. Eventually it said, hey, did anybody catch the new Batman movie yet? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was one that popped up.
them and say, we actually did test this beforehand or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we got to see the first episode, which was a Santo movie, which for me was an extra special treat. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was Santo and the Lost Treasure of uh, Dracula. Was it the Lost Treasure of Dracula? Dracula, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so what did you think of the episode, Brent? I mean, uh, there, we, there were some complaints from people. Uh, so what had happened was, what had happened was, they originally uh, were going to produce the episode. Well, they did. They did it during COVID. So they weren't going to all be together. So uh, the actors were, were basically working in front of a blue screen, and then the sets were going to be blue screened in. So a lot of people are upset that the sets are blue screened in. For me, the show is never about the sets or anything like that. No. People were complaining about the door sequence because it was it was hand-drawn instead of like an actual <laughs> 3D model. It's like, what are you guys complaining about? Was the, that hand-drawn? Yeah, the guy he he did uh, yeah he did it was called uh, uh, if you wait, watch the little post show thing it's called flat he called flat graphics I think is what the guy calls it oh I didn't see the end part okay yeah and so I thought it was cool I think it, I I liked it it looks like hand drawn like that it looks like animation so for me the movies are all that show is all about the riffs for me so I yeah. don't really care about the I really don't care about the sets and all that it's, it's supposed to look cheap it's always looked cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a puppet show, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, what did you think of the riffs, though, Brent, and the movie? Is as far as I like, li- I liked it. It was um, I thought the riffs were like better, like spaced out than they had been the last two seasons. Because before the last two seasons, they was like throwing them out there like rapid fire, to where it's kind of like you didn't get a chance to laugh at one before the next one came out. Yeah, or they'd be talking more over the movie. I mean, that's what they do, but it's like they talk over a lot of it though, to where you only know what the fuck happens sometimes. So I did like that they kind of shortened that up a little bit. I didn't. I mean, I know the green screen thing is noticeable, but I didn't like you said. I didn't care about that part. So I'm just here for the in the theater stuff anyway. They immediately got went after my heart when they made an MF Doom reference in like the first five minutes. <laughs> I texted you. I texted you. I was like MF Doom reference. There it is. Uh, it oh, is kind of oh. it is kind of cool how this show has grown generationally. So now yeah. you have younger writers making. Uh, you th- th- again, the show is always about throwing as many jokes out there. And as many references as you can make and make it funny. And some people are going to get some references. Some people aren't. Yeah. And you don't worry about that. So I, I kind of like that there's like more, you know, you know, we've been watching these reruns for 20 years. Right. So now you get some Man. some nice references in there that are new. So who, who is it that's uh, they're running things now? Uh, Joel, the creator, uh, still has still has a lot to do with it. Uh, mm-hmm. They have a new writing team from the Netflix days. Um, and they actually have a couple of. They're actually going to have two hosts. I forgot the girl's name, but she was the host for. Uh, yeah, she was the host for the live uh, tour, and uh, mm-hmm. she's really good. I saw her on the last live tour, the Watch Out for Snakes tour. They got on um, Joel's going to be in two episodes too. Oh, is that is that right? Oh, yeah, they, nice. they, it was like a, it was a stretch goal to where now he's going to be in two of them. Or I think he's going to be in one, and then there's going to be one that has all three of them. I think. The movies they picked this year are movies you've never heard of, and they all look terrible. Uh, John, there's even a Doctor Strange, an unlicensed Doctor Strange movie. <laughs> Was oh. that back in the 70s? Uh, no, it looks like it's maybe the 90s or the early 2000s. It's called Was what, it American, or is it like uh, yeah, Turkish or something? I don't know. It's called Doctor Mordred. Is that what it's called, uh, Brent? Mm. Oh, the uh, Charles Band movie? Yeah. Is it Doctor Mordred? I'm, I'm trying to find a 
I forgot that was on there. Yeah, Doctor Morty. It's a fake Doctor Strange movie. I forgot <laughs> from nineteen ninety two. Wow, how about that? I actually, know was a couple it? of these movies on here. <laughs> it was made in America. Was it a TV movie or straight to video? It was or? probably straight to video. It was yeah. It was a yeah. Was that a Corman? Movie. One of those Corman things? Uh, Full that Moon Features. Yeah. So it wasn't okay. Corman. Yeah. Yeah, it looks terrible. <laughs> but it was it was basically it is Doctor Strange, just an unlicensed Doctor Strange. Now's the time to play that one. <laughs> There's a Gamera movie in there too. Gamera movie in mm. there. There's a uh, uh, versus Jiger. Uh, H.G. Wells. Uh, which one? The is it the Jack Palance the one? Shape, the Shape of Things to Come is the name. With of Jack Palance. I have to look. I don't remember too. that one. Wow. Yeah, yeah they <laughs> no do. Kidding. Yeah, it's a '79 wow. movie. That really? is yeah, 1979 yeah. Shape of Things to Come. Jack Palance, hmm. Carol Lindley, John. Oh really? <laughs> How about that? Yeah. How about that? I don't. Re- I never knew that there was a remake of the things to th- things to come. Uh, yeah, I think I believe it's Canadian. <laughs> so you know it's going to be good. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I was surprised at how many of the Mystery Science Theater fans in the fan group were mad about dumb things because for me yeah. the show is always about the riffs. That's the main attraction. So. I feel what were like they mad about just the, the, the set. Yeah, the green screen. The sets look cheap. Uh, they didn't like the theme song. And then what's great is in the theme song, there's literally in every iteration of the theme song, um, there's a, a line that says, if you're wondering how he eats and breathes and, and other science facts, science facts, just I should teach yourself. It's just to show you should really just relax. Yep. So <laughs> all these people just need to relax and be happy that we're getting Mystery Science Theater in some form. New, a new Man. season. Here we were a few years ago. We had nothing. Now we have what thirty new episodes. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, you're not everyone. You think, uh, you'd think people would be happy it's back in any form, <laughs> right? Know? Well, yeah. I, I certainly am. I, I gave this episode. I would give it probably a seven, like a solid That's seven. That's where I'm at too. Yeah. yeah, like a solid seven. I'm waiting to see what they do with the rest of the season. Yeah. Nothing. So yeah, so check it out and and fund up. You go to Kickstarter and check it out. You might want to get in at some level or go check out the Gizmo. I think it goes live in May. I think it's May. Yeah, I think it goes live in May. Yeah, but uh, and the nice thing is, if you if you uh, they're also doing a thing where they're they're rotating in old Mystery Science Theater episodes like six a month. So yeah, they're like curating it like the Criterion Channel. Yeah, right? yeah they're kind of <laughs> taking some from every era and. Uh, oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So check that out. Mystery God, you got to be loving that. Oh, it's back, I, baby! I it's back. <laughs> John, did you get a chance to check the uh, check out the Obi Wan trailer? I did not, so you'll just have to describe it to me. No, 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 no. We're not going to, no spoilers, but what did you guys think? Uh, Handsome Dan, what did you think? It dropped like an hour before we went to air. I know. I just saw it pop up on my YouTube feed. Um, I thought it was was solid. I mean, there's not, there's like not really any major plot point or like major plot things that they were sort of hinting at, but. uh, I believe the Grand Inquisitor is in there. Uh, Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know any. I didn't recognize any of the. My problem with the Star Wars universe on Disney so far, the live action Uh, Star Wars universe, uh, is this. Mm -hmm. I'm past an age where I can watch an animated show. Not because I hate animation, Mm -hmm. it just doesn't hold my attention. Mm -hmm. So I've tried and tried. I think I've got about a third of the way through the Clone Wars series. 
And so far, the only person I recognized was Cad Bane. Oh, yeah. So I didn't know anything about the Darksaber. I didn't know anything about the... And I mm. tried to watch. It's just that it's not that the shows are bad. They're actually well-written. I just can't sit down and watch an animated show and have it hold my interest for longer than a few minutes. That's just something yeah. I just... I used to love it. I just hit a wall now where I just can't do it anymore. Now, if we're talking like an animated feature, I can do that. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. for some reason... Just the way those shows are paced, they don't really hold my attention. You can watch the Clone Wars movie then. Yeah. yeah well, that doesn't. That was like the pilot, though. <laughs> I, yeah, even I even I saw that. But you remember my complaint right from the beginning, right, Mario? Yeah, you. Just... I like the, I like the style of the one where it was like what there were like three minute episodes or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that what was, was that uh, original? That was called the Clone Wars. It was called. It was it just. Was, the, it was yeah. the Cartoon Network. But that was version. back when it was a uh, two dimensional animation, yeah. right? And you can find mm-hmm. those on Disney Plus now. They have them on Disney Plus. I just like what trips me up is the style. I like the way those looked, even though they were so short. I just kind of like the way they looked. Yeah. So when it went to this new style, I just couldn't get on board. But I did see the movie when it when they put out that movie. I did see it. Well, the thing is now, so you need to know so much. So much of the cartoons is now because it's Dave Filoni who's running it. Is so much canon? of the cartoons is now mm-hmm. in worked into the shows, and there's just uh-huh. stuff where I feel lost a lot, and it's like, ah. so I feel like, hey, this is my shit. This is Star Wars. This is my. <laughs> I should not, not feel lost. Yeah, not anymore, old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that was bound to happen. Any franchises around that long, yeah, you know, we're going to, you know, a couple of years, it's going to be 50 years, you know? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a generation. So it's bound to happen. They're going to hand it off to the next, yeah. uh, next group. So I we'll always an- feel like it was our movie, you know? Yeah, I get annoyed that I have to look up so much stuff. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Who, who's this like guy? <laughs> I'm kind of the same way. (laughs) Who's the dark? That's why I was kind of excited about the Mandalorian because it was going to be like a whole new thing, and they were, and then next thing you know, like in the second season, you get all the start start to get like the dark saber and all of a sudden, like, well, what's the dark saber? Okay, who's lightsaber that's dark? Who's but yeah, (laughs) who's who's both? Who's the guy with the cowboy hat? Is that Cad uh, Bane? Cad Bane, based on uh, based on Angel Eyes. Yeah, yeah, he's actually got the eyes too, doesn't yeah. he? <laughs> what, Based on yeah. what's his name from Destroy All Humans. Mm. Oh yeah, a little bit. Based on Baby Godzilla from from Destroy All Monsters. Mama, uh, mama, mama. <laughs> I'll I'll never get over that. It's now you know I saw that like you know fifty years ago. I still can't get over that. What did he just say, Mama? <laughs> <laughs> mama. And then, and then I blo- thought this was a Godzilla movie. And then blow a smoke ring. I know. That's when I realized, oh, not all Godzilla movies are equal. Yeah, not at all. Well, you know what happens is they get, like, as they start to lose money, they go, well, we just got to, the only way we're going to make money is we if we aim these at kids. Because that's what Gamera did, and Gamera was huge. It was it was four kids. Uh, so they went that route, and that's when you get, like, Jet Jaguar and all the, you know, Mama. You know for kids. With, you know, for kids. But then at the that's end, they, the, 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 right before the they movie. right before they go out, they go, "Let's just do Mecha Godzilla. F it. We'll go out with a band. Yeah. They bring it back. <laughs> I love it. Fuck it. <laughs> bring that's it back. a parent that accidentally buys the kid Shin Godzilla. That'd be a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Did he just yeah. Did he just take out all of Tokyo with one with one <laughs> laser beam? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta see that. I have gotta check that out. Uh. There, uh, 
I'm thinking you just saying that now. Mama. Because what is that from? There's also another doll. Oh, is it's it... from Planet of the Apes. That's right. <laughs> I just watched that, and they pick up wow. the doll, and it's all, Mama. And everyone's all, holy shit, did that doll just say a human word? <laughs> Mama. And he's all, tell me, Dr. Zayas, why would an ape <laughs> build a doll <laughs> that talks? If man can talk, you see that is um, uh, that, that is to say um, that is still a great movie. It holds. It up, holds man. up every you time know. I watch it. It holds up. You know, what was that, Brent? I need to watch that. I've never seen the whole thing. Before. It's no? you know the ending though. You know because yeah, that's just that. through cultural osmosis. But it is a, yeah. it is fun. It's it's weird to watch. It's crazy. No, you know, the makeup still looks good. You figure, Jesus, that was like 50 years ago. The makeup still looks good. It's also you know? like late 60s, early 70s, so it's that era mm -hmm. of sci-fi where it's just pre-Star Wars. So it's always that's always interesting to see like their ideas. But it doesn't look shitty. It doesn't look like Logan's Run or no. Um, no, 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 no. You know that sort of thing. You know, it looks good. The farther uh, you go into the series, they start to look shitty because they run out of money. Well, almost immediately. I know you. The next one, you go, well, it's not quite as good as the first one. First one was an A picture. And you got Rod Serling on the script. Uh, so none of them are as good as the first one. It, it really, you know, if you stick with this because you like the idea. <laughs> I can't stop I, doing that now. I know y'all hated Logan's Run, but I'm curious. Did any of y'all ever see the Logan's Run yeah. TV series, though? No. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to watch that. Was it trash, too? Well, you know, it it's kind of like uh, the Buck Rogers TV show. You know, I was like, uh, all right. You know? okay. It looks like the Universal Backlot, you know. It looks like a mall. It looks like they're shooting it in a mall, you know. <laughs> um, None of it was as know. good I... as 70s Battlestar Galactica. That was like the pinnacle. Mm. Well, yeah, you know, because, God, you had John Dykstra doing the model work. So we used to watch just to see the, the spaceships, you know. Yeah. we go, man, this is a TV, and look at those explosions. And look yeah. at the, all, the whole budget went to the uh, to the, uh, the special effects on the ships, I think. But I Believe it or not, listen to this. I am not kidding you. When I was a kid, uh, my first crush was not Princess Leia. It was Athena on Battlestar Galactica. Well, who's uh, the actress? It, uh, I forgot her name. She was she had uh, Marissa Berenson. Uh, she had the dark hair and the green eyes. It was uh, yeah. it was oh, Admiral Adama's yeah. daughter. Uh, she was gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember her name right now. Um, yeah, when I was, I was like, Jensen? I was like, yes, mm. Mar Mara Jensen. Mm -hmm. Mara Jensen. All yeah. right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's uh, let's look at let's mm. take a look. Let's all pause. <laughs> Let's look her pause up. And just Let's all pause and, and Google her. And, if you know what I mean. Kill the video. Yep. <laughs> kill the audio. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, there, there we go. There, there we go. Look at that. There you go. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Oh, I found one for you, Mario. Hold on. <laughs> oh, can I get it to pop back up? Oh, oh is, it, away. is it the one in the red dress? Is it this one that I just found? Is that that one? Like, no. Oh, yeah. Remember her? <laughs> Wonder happened to her. I don't know. She kind of looks like she might be Hawaiian, maybe. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a joke. In well, there you know, uh, I can't. Uh, well, I'll it. never forget. <laughs> I can't. Do you remember see the, uh, the ads and TV guide for Battlestar Galactica? Send me like that the first link, three friend. weeks. <laughs> you holding it up? Yeah, he held it up. <laughs> Send me that link, baby. Send me that link. Uh, I'm gonna have to. What if she ever did? Wonder if she ever did Playboy. Whoa, we're, we're gonna have to pause <laughs> for the, station uh, identification. Remember the uh, the girls of Battlestar Galactica. You mm -hmm. know? <laughs> the original Galactica that only lasted oh. like one season, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah, I guess. One and then season, they did yeah. they did a second season where they found Earth. They tried to bring it back, and they 
figure. Did they change the title? Was it like Galactica AD or something? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think the first, like, three or four weeks, the ratings were there, and then people were kind of like, eh, this is kind of, like, half-baked, you know? (laughs) It's like... I loved it as a kid. Yeah. I loved it as a kid. I loved Starbuck. Uh, yeah, we played yeah. Battlestar Galactica on the playground. I remember this very vividly. Well, the toys were pretty good. Pretty yeah. good toys, yeah. Well, the ships were all yeah. cool looking. The Vipers and the... Uh... And they had the Cylon. You know, you had the... Uh... The Cylons are pretty cool with the red dot for yeah. the eye. You know? Yeah. Do you remember when the... John, do you remember when they had the uh, Battlestar Galactica on the Universal Studios tour? Yes. Absolutely, yeah. And they had people dressed up like the Cylons, yeah. And you, there was like... And, um, I think they incorporated it into that that crummy uh, avalanche tunnel, where you like <laughs> you went into that, and then they're like on the other side. So it was kind of like they turned it into like the Battlestar Galactica part of the the tram yeah, ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the that was a tunnel where Steve Austin fought uh, Sasquatch. Right, oh, and I know it's so funny because you're just waiting for the tram to go by. You're like, all right, there he is battling Bigfoot, but isn't that the tour? <laughs> in the in the snow isn't tunnel. That the, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? I just you just reminded me. Speaking of the the backlot and Universal and all that stuff, uh, I saw the first episode on HBO Max of Winning Time, which is the oh, yeah. the dramatization of the um, the nineteen eighties uh, rise and dynasty of the Lakers. Uh, I I like the episode so much. I actually am listening to the audio book. I couldn't check out the actual book; it was checked out. But I'm listening to the audio book of it. Who's and, reading it? Uh, I don't know the actor's name. He's okay. He's okay. Uh, it's it's passable, but it's it's a fascinating story. Um, the the movie, the way it's shot, John, you're gonna you're gonna love this. They actually found a, a TV camera from the '80s, and so every once in a while, they'll just shoot from a different angle with the camera that they used to shoot wow. the sports with, and it looks like uh, you're watching a TV show from the '80s, like you're watching like an old episode of Rockford Files or something, and uh, <laughs> and um, uh, Jerry Bus, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, John C. Riley plays Jerry Bus. Fantastic. Um, obviously, there's a lot of dramatic license. You know, they have to. They have to well, what they have to do is they, they make they're making Jerry Bus kind of like the one of like the the narrator. So he has yeah. to be in places that he wouldn't have been in in real life. So yeah. they, you know, he takes a place of certain people in real life that were there. As I'm reading the, but uh, you know, it's all based on reality. You know, of course, there's some dramatization. It's very funny. It's funny, but what I love is all the scenes with magic are done very uh, uh, seriously. They're they're more dramatic, you know, his story. Mm. Yeah. But when they cut to Doctor Bus, his he's more of like almost the comedy relief. And uh, there's some. It's really really well done. The way it's shot is just uh, really. It's and the shifts in tone are are handled really well, so it's not jarring. Mm. Uh, yeah. It's very well written, and um, yeah, they 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 are really extrapolating ideas from the book and then kind of expanding them um how you know at the time uh the nba was losing revenue because a lot of people felt that believe it or not they felt that the the league was like there were too many black people in the league and most (laughs) americans don't want this and jerry buss is like no 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 no. like we've got magic johnson people love this guy we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna you know we're going to show everybody else what this can be. So they, they, there's, it's a, like an examination of race, an examination of class. It's an examination of L.A. in the 70s and 80s, like that whole party atmosphere. So they really take it and extrapolate it into like bigger ideas. So I'm really looking forward. It was one episode, and I'm, I'm hooked. I'm ready to, 
to see who's the putting next... this together. Is it is it somebody like Michael Mann or something? It's who's Adam McKay. Adam McKay. Oh right, right. <laughs> I, that's right. I knew there was somebody that we all know. And yeah. by the way, uh, yeah. Jim's Burgers made a cameo. Jim's Burgers. Who? Jim's oh, Burgers. Right. Make a, no there, kidding. There's a shot of Magic and Dr. Bus eating outside of Jim's Burgers. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's great. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Get me excited. Yeah. yeah. How about that? No. Uh, no de- kidding. Definitely worth checking out. Great cast. Uh, everybody's really good in it. Um, you know, a lot of fun stuff. A lot of a lot of playing with like breaking the fourth wall a lot, which some people might not like, but um, mm. it didn't bother me. So How about the like music? Don't know nothing about basketball. It's still entertaining. Oh yeah, you don't need to know okay. anything about it because they're going to tell you everything you need to know. Okay. They're going to tell you everything and that's you need. Probably to know. that's the way you put it together. It's like this has got to appeal to everybody, oh. not just basketball fans. And then know? also they show they start out because they're talking about Kareem, and they're talking about Magic coming and who's going to like you know how how it's going to affect the rest of the team, and they cut to Kareem doing the scene in airplane where he's in the cockpit. <laughs> And then um, I'm Roger Murdoch. And when they they no, call they call cut, there's Zucker Abrams and Zucker sitting there like like modern day, but they're sitting yeah. there in their director's chairs, like wow. going, okay, that was great, you know. But they're in there for like a quick uh, second, and there's a really great moment where they kind of demonstrate how standoffish Kareem could be, because some of it again uh, it's dramatic license. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's a clip from <laughs> Game of Death in there too, but I saw it in the preview. Oh. But I haven't seen it in the movie yet, so I'm waiting to see how that comes up. Wow, I'm that's waiting to funny. Because that was released in '80, right, Brent? Game of Death. Yeah. It was early. I don't know if it's '80, '82. One of them two years. In like in L, it was in the United States. It was released in like '80, right? It was like it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was made in the '70s. Okay, yeah. So they haven't quite got there yet. So I'm sure it'll mm-hmm. be in there. But yeah, it's very, very well done. Just uh, I don't think you need to know anything about. And the music is good, John. You'll uh, you'll dig mm-hmm. it. There's some deep cuts in there. Some deep, uh, deep, deep soul and R and B cuts. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So the book was called Showtime, right? Yeah, and this is called Winning Time because it's on HBO. Yeah, Somebody you don't want. You know what? They, yeah, they you couldn't have a show called Showtime on HBO. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Hey, welcome back to the hey. podcast, everybody. We had a little bit of a, uh, of, a, of a, we had a little, a slight technical malfunction. So here's the thing. How far back? <laughs> uh, it was, no, it was, I was talking about winning time. So to wrap it okay. up, winning time, first episode, I'm going to give it an eight. And I, I highly recommend wow. it. Even if you don't know anything about it. basketball, mm. it's LA in the, in the eighties. And so mm. it's worth checking out. But, uh, yeah, right. I was going to say last week my batteries were out. So then I, I, you know, me trying to be environmentally conscious, I, I bought some recycled, not recycled, rechargeable, rechargeable. batteries. Good man. So I put the rechargeable right. batteries fully charged in the recorder, and they lasted less than an hour. So wow. screw that. So you try to do the right thing. You, you try, try to, to do, do the right thing, thing and it bites yeah, you in the ass. Be. <laughs> and that's really what brand. What brand you buy? What brand? They're Rayovac, and I've had them. Oh, that's why. Well, get them Dollar Tree batteries out of here. No, man. no, no, no. Yeah, no. give me them Duracell. <laughs> give me them Energizers. You know where I bought yeah. them? You know oh, where I bought boys. those? I bought those Free at Fry's, and they used to last a long time. I think they're just these are just at the end of their life. 
span mm-hmm. is what happened. But I mean, re- yeah, rechargeables though rechargeable, yeah. But over time, the over time they'll just they'll start to wear out. Right. You put mm-hmm. them in the freezer. Yeah, yeah. There you hey. go. Brent, I didn't <laughs> know you. My Brent, I didn't know you were Mexican. In the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> To be a big old Tupperware container full of fucking D C A A batteries. Uh, you Does that to... work? Is that supposed to work? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to. I supposed to. My dad used to put them in the. Fr- you'd, we had a tray. It was right where the butter was. You'd be, yeah. there'd be like a little pack of like the nine volts for the uh, for the for the smoke detectors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the show. What a great show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good time. Oh, I got a question. I got a question, Mario. Fire away, sir. Somebody asked you a question on Twitter. You didn't respond to it. Which one was it? <laughs> uh, someone asked you, who was your, fa- who was your favorite black friend? And I, they got no, you didn't respond. <laughs> oh, it's my, it's my friend TJ. Uh, Tijan, he's a cool guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. Oh, okay. Look and at me. Favorite? Look at me with like three black friends. How about that? Mm-hmm. Huh? Right, oh. I'm a, I'm a progress. I am a Democrat. Hey, how you doing, guys? <laughs> there you go. Hey, we know who you're voting for. Yeah. Yeah. He met he met his quotas, I guess. I mean, I okay, so friend. Anita, a friend of the show, Anita, who's been on many, many times, and yeah. is probably our number one listener. She sends me texts all the time. Mm. Uh, she asked on Twitter who my favorite black friend was. Was it Brent or was it Anita? Oh, and I just gotta say, you guys know me. I don't play favorites. <laughs> I am a friend to all people, just like Gamera. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> well, a turtle uh, meat. Uh, but you, my favorite is always like, who, like, what are you doing for me? That's where I really oh, pick favorites for you in that moment, right? Yeah, I mean, right now Brent's getting me huge ratings, so I mean, like, right now, through the roof. I don't have a favorite. I don't play favorite. So, Mar, you're uh, saying, what have you done for me lately? Right. Anita, right. though, sweetheart. See, that's tough. Hmm. He thinking. He thinking hard. Look at. Him. <laughs> well, I'm thinking like, who's gonna be on my command crew for like Star Trek? That's how I always think of things. <laughs> right. I'm always if I'm the Captain Kirk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who's Spock? Yeah. <laughs> who's working? Who's working? Who's working? Yeah, I don't know, Anita. You know who? You know. I'm gonna say this. You know the answer, Anita. Search your uh, feelings. Oh, oh, there you go. Search, 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 search your feelings. How's that? And, how's that? Do you, you know, I'm mad at you, Brent, because I thought I successfully deflected it. No, you can't deflect it. I, I told her I was like, because she says it's, it's gonna be her. I says, all right, he can lie to if he wants to. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna wait until the end of the digital movie club. Oh, and we're gonna see where her movie tastes lie, Uh-oh. and if you know if they're overwhelming, because I mean, has she seen Hard Boiled? Mm. I don't know. She, I mean, she probably watched. Does it. she watch uh, Mystery Science pretty, Theater? She's pretty good about watching most of this. Most she of does. Stuff, she yeah. watches everything. I love Anita. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, I did. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, I got. I don't know who's my favorite. Gosh, this is tough. <laughs> <I'm> really thinking. <laughs> you know. You know, Mario. You could always say it's a two-way tie. Yeah, I'm American. Okay, we don't believe in ties. This isn't soccer. Is that a cop out? Yeah. This isn't soccer. Mm. PJ, PJ, PJ is my favorite. Oh, there he, you go. Because he hates Star Wars. PJ is everybody's favorite, so it's fine. My my no, favorite my out. favorite moments on my favorite moments on uh, on on Home Video Hustle 
are when PJ discovers something or you drop some knowledge on him that he's never, uh-huh. and he's like, you literally, you can hear the gears turning. Like he thinks about it and then he has the revelation. And he's like, what, what? Uh-huh. Those are my favorite That's moments. I always leave those pauses in there every time so y'all can see just how much long it's like taking a clip for him. <laughs> he usually goes, whoa. <laughs> I, love I love it. There's a, there's a lot. Yeah, it's fun. That's my favorite part. <laughs> I just had that realization where um, there's, this, there's this video of this guy in the back of a car. And he's talking about Peter Pan. He's like, you know, Captain Hook really ain't that bad. Peter Pan's the one who's stealing all these children. What if Captain Hook is just trying to stop him from stealing all the children and taking oh, them to Everland? Damn! And the guy had like a five-second pause, and he's like, "What?" <laughs> See now, remake Hook and make that the storyline. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, don't give him any ideas, Jesus. <laughs> all over it, all over it. Or be like, "Oh, they remade it, and it was garbage." What was it called, John? Is it called like just Pan or something that came out? Oh, that came and went so fast. I don't even know what the fucking title was. <laughs> That, yeah, what was that? Was that Hugh Jackman or something? I think it I was. Remember. I think it was called Pan. And, it's and like, yeah, you're right. Peter? What the hell? What? Hell? And God, what was that? Why do I want to think that was Hugh Jackman? Was he? There was a, there's, was. A TV, there's a short TV series about Captain, like the origin of Captain Hook. Right? But is he playing Hook or Pan? <laughs> let me see. Let me see. He's playing Blackbeard. Uh, in, in, a, in Peter Pan, <laughs> I know there's a I know there's a book about the origin of Captain Hook, but I just, yeah, I'm not gonna read it. Nah, that was like wicked, even. right? This is like he grew up, he was bullied in high school, and here's why he's Captain Hook. Why do people know? care about Peter Pan? I don't understand it. I well, don't there's a following. It. It's like uh, some people are super into um, Alice in Wonderland. There are people that are just super into it, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Pan, yeah, I, I've known a few people that were like just really into it went back and read the books and the whole bit but um i don't know kind of hard to i don't know for me <laughs> it's tough there's only going to be one uh hans conried is the only guy to me that pulled off captain hook you know and that's animated what was know? that movie with de niro and uh and uh, michelle pfeiffer that looked like peter pan uh, uh oh star star Starburst Shit, or Star? Oh, I want Robert De Niro as Captain Hook. Was that a Neil Gaiman thing? Star, Starlight, Starburst, Starlight. Stardust or something. Stardust. And was that uh, yes. Neil Gaiman or was that somebody else? Uh, it was like a big name in graphic novels. I want to say it was like uh, Alan know. Moore or somebody or Neil Gaiman. It's Neil Gaiman. Oh, okay. Okay. Sounds like something was, Neil Gaiman would that do. Pirates and was stuff? it? Was it good? It was. I know there was a flying boat in it. There was a flying boat. directed by Matthew Vaughn. There you go. Hey, there a we go. Flying boat. I don't know. Uh, you know, the what I always say is Walter Matthau in that Roman Polanski pirate movie. You know, where it was like a comedy, and he's playing Matthau, a pirate. That's a pirate. It's like get this. It's a French pirate movie directed by Roman Polanski. It's a comedy, and the main guy, the main pirate, is Walter Matthau. Unbelievable. <laughs> it was Felix. all pirates, wasn't it? Yep, you got it. You what, got are you, it. what are you doing? Put the treasure yeah. back. Swap the poop deck, Felix. X marks the spot. That's right. It's like, That's, this is my... Did you know you just turned down a evening in a hot house with Tinkerbell? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. You putts. All right. Here we go. Uh, are you guys ready? Things they, don't, things they don't teach you in school. Things they don't oh. teach you in school. Hot trivia coming right at you guys. Yeah, take a sip there, Jake. Take a sip. Get ready. (laughs) Clear the throat. Warm up those. Warm up those vocal cords. Brain juice. Mm -hmm. Pure alcohol. Guy drinks straight vodka during the show. Love it. Love it. (laughs) 
Brent, how far from the toilet should you keep your toothbrush so that airborne particles do not contaminate it? Three feet. Ooh, double that. Six feet. Oh, damn it. Too bad my bathroom is like six by six. Uh, I thought you were going yeah. to say keep it in the next room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, handsome Dan, how many languages are there in the world? Oh, God. A lot. Um, 237. That, that's just in the Philippines, man. <laughs> 6,800. 6,800. What the fuck? Damn, yeah, I didn't think about that. Uh, John, let me, can I ask you a personal question? Sure. Can wolves bark? Can wolves bark? Can doves cry? Hey. Um, what does it sound like when doves cry, John? It's like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> that's a different song. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's me doing Prince. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm just going to guess. I'm going to say they howl, they don't bark. They do bark, but they rarely do so. They can, but they rarely do so. Interesting. Yeah, they're a dog. Brent, in what city did Quentin Tarantino write the screenplay for Pulp Fiction? Oh, shit. In what city? I don't know why the fuck Chicago came to my mind. Chicago, I don't know. Uh, No, Amsterdam. Mm. Oh, that's the fucking Big Mac thing. That's right. What was he doing in Amsterdam? Probably uh, hash. Yeah, lots of it. <laughs> uh, interesting. It's for he's a big deal, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, he'd already done Reservoir Dog, so he kind of. So he's probably there for a film. He had a little, had a little clout. Uh, Jake, you would know this because you you you, uh, you sometimes you live stream as a pirate. What is the traditional that. meaning <laughs> of an anchor tattooed on a sailor's body? Whoa. What is the traditional meaning of an anchor tattooed on a sailor's body? Oh, God, you know I have one, so you think I know it, but I don't. Oh. You have an anchor? Yeah. Wow. Um, They're retired. They're a retired pirate. It means means the sailor has crossed the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, Uh, and indeed I have. Y'all see, you got your good in that boat, man. Uh, I got one. John, how long does it take to read the entire Bible if read at a normal speed? The fuck? What does normal mean? Exactly. Is that like James Mason reading it, or is it more like? I would uh, say. I would say you. I would say you reading it, not not reading it aloud. I would just say you you reading it as you go along. In the beginning, because my my normal read is way different than Patrick's normal read. In the beginning, there was uh, Ah. yeah, uh, yeah. On the Simpsons, who is it? He thinks he's dying, and so at night. The night before he's going to die, he puts on the audio book of the Bible. Who is that reading it? (laughs) Is it Charlton Heston or is it uh, Leonard Nimoy? Somebody famous is reading it and he falls asleep in the chair, you know. But as he's starting, it's like in the beginning. Oh, it's Larry King, I think. think It's it's like in the beginning, this is Larry King reading the Bible. In the beginning, there was. (laughs) That's great. Um, Okay. So based on that Simpsons episode, I'm going to say it's like, um, I'm going to say it's like, uh, 12 hours. 50. 50 hours. Mm. Okay. That's like two days. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Here we go. This is for uh, Brent. Yes. Uh, Brent. Yes. What percentage of the dust in your home is actually dead skin cells? (laughs) 
four <laughs> percent. I, I it's I got psoriasis, so it might be a higher percentage for me. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Oh yes. Oh hundred percent. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, I'm gonna say. So it's one of those things where like, you won't go with your gut, but sometimes you think your gut is wrong. Go with your what gut, you baby. Say? Go with your gut. What's your gut say? I'm 60. Ooh. You were, you, you're under. You're slightly under. Does anyone want don't to take say, a stab at don't, it? Don't say, don't say 70, I swear. 70. Just, nope. A little higher. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I was wrong. What? This is the dust in your home? Yes. It's all dead skin? <laughs> About 75%. Yeah. About oh, 75%. Wow. In the average home, it's dead skin cells? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's heavy. Uh, so you go, you have complete. You like shed all of your old skin every week. That's really heavy, Doc. I think something like that. Wow. <laughs> Handsome Dan, you would know this considering how much you've undergone. But what mm-hmm. country performs the most cosmetic surgeries per capita? Well, I mean, me personally, I always went to uh, Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. But what country? Performs it the most per capita. The most? Uh, fucking, I don't know. Um, Mexico. Switzerland. Oh, really? Yep. 200 op- operations per 100,000 inhabitants. Wow. All right. Last question, John. Yeah. Why do they almost always store milk at the back of the supermarket? Uh, because they want you to make a complete round of the entire supermarket and go there last. Correct. Yeah. If it's at the back, well, I work in a I work in a grocery store. That's right. So. <laughs> there you go. They figure yeah. you'll you'll uh, you'll pass a lot of things. Most people need milk, so you'll pass a lot of things on the way. Lot, some people are there only for the milk. So if you put it at the very back, guess what? You're gonna have to look at everything else. You That's know? right. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, John, do you guys have this uh, this Trader Joe's? Do you guys have this uh, this Mexican style cauliflower rice? Yeah. You guys have it. Yeah. Delicious. And then you guys also have like a frozen uh, 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 pepper, uh, pepper and onion kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh, combo, like a little green. Like... Uh, oh yeah, like bell peppers and onions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have that. Where are yeah, those? Oh yeah, that's on the that, way to get the milk. Are those in your fro- uh, are those in your frozen section? Yeah, they are. They are. Um, yeah, I love the bell peppers and onions. That's a great. Uh, that's a great I, yeah, I saw a recipe of a, I saw a recipe a guy did on on uh, on, on, on on online. And he got the uh, the the mix. And Nicole's like, I think they can sell that at Trader Joe's. He did the cauliflower, the Mexican cauliflower rice with uh, with the peppers, and then mm-hmm. uh, fried some eggs in there. It looked delicious. Ooh, it looked- I don't know why. You know, uh, cauliflower is having a moment. We've got so much stuff. <laughs> I'll tell you why, it's John. Got, for it's got cauliflower, for, is that for people that can't have for uh, people like or- me that are low yeah. carb? You can do like a cauliflower rice, and it's almost indistinguishable. If there you go. I like you, it. I get it all the time. Yeah, if you yeah. eat it by itself, you can tell. But if you mix it, like if you're do, mixing it with other stuff, where you just want to sub rice, you can't. It's very hard to tell the difference. And also, uh, mm-hmm. like Blaze Pizza in California Pizza Kitchen, they do a cauliflower crust. You can't tell the yeah. difference. You, you know, Mario, we sell a frozen cauliflower uh, pizza crust. So uh, if you ever need that for pizza, we've got it. We got a couple of them, I think. Well, it's cauliflower gonna, pizza crust. It's gonna yeah. look like I'm moving away from you, and it's because the table is rising. So just uh the table rising. Table rising. <laughs> Was there a picture of Bernadette Peters at hey, <laughs> picture of Athena? I would say you still got that picture of Athena Adama. 
Double A, baby, double A. Oh, you still got that up. A. Remember the Steve, Mar- the Steve Martin routine? Yeah. She hasn't called me back once, and after all the hours I've spent holding her poster up with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, there must be 37 breasts up there. Um, Steve Martin. Nobody, <laughs> uh, we, somehow we're going we're gonna to get Patrick on board if we have to, like, Time to a chair. You know what? Let him, him let him be. Let him not like Steve Martin. All right. Let him. I love it. Let, let him, him not like let Steve him Martin. Sit- he's never like is, Steve Martin. Mario always says the same thing to me. You know, he's seen all of them. You think he's really going to come around because of you know, like Novocaine or something? Yeah. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> We've man. made him sit through every one of them. It's like and me I'm always with, like. <laughs> it's like me with Jim Carrey. It's just not. It's not going to yeah. happen, man. He's it's watched the good ones and didn't like him, so he's not going to like it with it. Exactly. If he didn't like uh, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, it's not going to happen. He's not going to keep saying that. You know what? It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's, look, if I if I can listen to all of Revolver and be unmoved, it's not going to happen, yeah. guys. And you'll notice I gave up. I used to go, oh, what he needs to hear is the B sides, and the and it's like, no, it's not going to happen. I yeah, finally not, got it. It's not <laughs> just doesn't like it. But I'll tell you, you, you know, when you do have a, sometimes you have a good friend who will introduce you to something like, let's say, <gasps> a seminal action film that not only mm. it's from the '90s, but it yeah. transcends the time and the place. And the trappings, and it becomes nice something wholly other. <laughs> and of course, I'm I am referring to this week's movie, a little gem we like to call Hard Boiled from 1992, directed by Mr. John Woo. This is his last Hong Kong movie before he came over to America. And this is really a director working at the peak of his powers. Uh, before this, he had done a couple of movies, one called The Bullet in the Head, which was yes, from sir, 1990. And then The Killer, which is how I yep. came to know him from 1989, and a movie called A Better Tomorrow from 1987. Yeah. Those were like his, that's, that's like, the, that's like the, those are the four movies that he is most known for. Um, this is really like an amalgamation of all the things that were in those other three movies thrown together in a highly volatile and explosive uh, uh, mix. Uh, I forgot to pull up, I didn't know who was going to read the, but I can read it. I can pull up the. Um, up. You could do it from memory, probably. <laughs> I've seen this movie so many times, but I will watch it anytime it's on. This is uh, this is on par with The Godfather. So this has a seven point eight rating on IMDb. It is ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It was released April sixteenth, nineteen ninety two, in Hong Kong, with a budget of four point five U.S. dollars. It stars Chow Yun Fat, Tony Leung, uh, Teresa Mo. Philip Chan, Philip Kwok, and Anthony Wong. Uh, we're going uh, HK box office here. Would anyone care to guess how much it made in the HK box office? Or let me see if I can get some other uh, box office. When did it come? Uh, when did it start playing in America? Uh, I, I saw it pretty. I saw it pretty early after its release here. So um, it uh, it didn't um, take too long. Uh, I actually had caught the killer on cable, and that's how I found out about John Woo. Um, and I, you know, I had to, that was back in the day when you had to like research it, and I kind of had to figure out what it was. And I stumbled across the write up in. Um, oh no, I may have written the, I may have read the write up before I actually saw the movie, and then it was on cable, and I was like, oh, this is that movie I read about. Uh, I think that's how it happened. Uh, Our goal so, came out in April '92, and it came out here in America in September '92. Yeah, mm. well, that moved over quick. So mm-hmm. uh, I only have the Hong Kong box office. Does anyone want to guess what that is? 
John? No, since we just talked about this damn movie. <laughs> oh, you already know, uh, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> John, do you want to guess the? Uh... Oh, I have no idea. No idea at all. <laughs> uh, Jake, would you like to guess? Five million dollars. Uh, it actually in Hong Kong it made nineteen million dollars. Mm-hmm. So I don't right. have the. This is also uh, one of the movies that never made. It's the Criterion. Criterion has a DVD, uh, yeah. but not a Blu-ray. Oh um, well, yeah, but they did it right. They actually they did. did it. They actually it's did one it. of the first DVDs. Yeah, it's mm. one of the first ones. That and the Killer. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I had them both uh, at one point. I don't know where those are. I need to find. I've them. actually emailed Criterion multiple times. They probably get tired. I'm like, hey. uh can y'all get the rights to Hardboiled and the Killer again, please? Please. This shit's on 4K. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? The, the the Dragon Dynasty, which is the the copy that's out there, yeah, um, yeah, is the is the latest, and even at its best, even at its crispest, does not look on par with what we're used to here. Still looks uh, kind of like you know just the film. I mean, it's you know, it it was a big budget Hong Kong movie, but uh, you know, it it's still not shot on the best film and and. Still looks kind of washed out. I, I'm hoping there's some someone's gonna find like a clean negative of it somewhere, because every release yeah. I've seen, it's funny the YouTube video is not that far off of the DVD releases. It's not. It's really not. So the Criterion, how clean is the Criterion? You you saw almost as clean as it is. Okay. It's, All right. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the cop. The the second one I sent you where I was like, this is the this one looks yeah. the best. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was 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 the one. Uh, it's kind well, of like there you go. yeah. So, well, it wasn't distracting. <laughs> so obviously, yeah, now, 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 Brent and I have seen this, so we're just going to shut up for a minute before we take over completely, yeah. and we're going to talk about this. <laughs> uh, Jake, uh, Jake, you are familiar yeah. with some Hong Kong action movies. Jackie Chan, obviously. Yeah, uh, I'm familiar with a few. Now, this is a genre of uh, that is called. This is a genre that some people have dubbed gun fu. <laughs> and um, gun fu, gun fu, and there are a couple of. Uh, auteurs of the gun fu genre. Uh, John Woo is probably the most best known, but he also had a, a, a producer that he worked with um, that was also res- kind of responsible for him getting ousted from the uh, Hong Kong film world, and that was Choi Hawk. Choi Hawk did a couple movies with uh, Chai and Fat, like City on Fire uh, mm-hmm. movies. Like he was also known as a as kind of a, a gun fu director. Um, but John Woo is probably the best. Uh, example of this style of filmmaking, the most stylish, I would say, um, and uh, obviously takes a lot of of um, takes a lot of uh, cues from American Western movies, not Western westerns, but like movies from the West. And um, so, Jake, what what was this like watching for the first time? I thought it was a lot of fun. I was actually pretty surprised. Um, it's pretty cheesy, some of the action scenes, but it's. Stuff that we're kind of used to from seeing all the old Chinese kung fu films with mm-hmm. Jackie Chan, but um, good, surprisingly solid story for like what it. I first I like after the first uh, after the first like gun scene in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh god, this is gonna be just some super cheesy fucking action movie. <laughs> but this, the story was actually pretty good. It reminded me of um, oh god, what movie? I can't think of the movie right now, but it reminds me of. Yeah, like they probably oh, stole um, from this. What was it? What's the it's got um Are you thinking Clint of Eastwood one? Maybe. Oh okay. the maybe the gauntlet or maybe. 
I don't know, but it's like we've seen this kind of story before. But it was good. It was good. Story I mean, went over well. There was a couple of really dumb, cheesy scenes. Like, oh no, what? they built. They oh look at the Cashewems is under a hospital. Oh <laughs> uh, look at but the babies. <laughs> we have to save the babies. What about the babies, man? You know that I love Only that they, a real villain will go after babies. I love that they spend so much time saving those babies. Like they go They're, through, they really go through the gauntlet saving those babies. Uh, yeah, it is a little cheesy. Like I was telling somebody, the, the, it's a different sensibility. They yeah. tend to, you know, the Hong Kong movies tend to lean toward the melodramatic. You know, it's mm-hmm. almost like a 1930s melodrama style, especially in like The Killer. The Killer takes this idea that like yeah. Chai Yun Fat is a hitman who blinds <laughs> this nightclub singer when he's on a job and then spends the rest of the movie trying to make enough money to get her an operation to save her eyes. Like that's mm-hmm. the whole movie. That, that sounds like a Cagney movie. Yeah, <laughs> like right. 35 right. or something. Yeah. Right, right. And what, what's fascinating about these movies, though, is I was telling somebody today, they really aren't af- afraid to explore male bonding in a way that doesn't involve dick measuring. So, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah, not like true. a tango in cash. Like, like, like Alan and by the end of the movie, Alan and Tequila, by the way, fucking great name, Tequila, right? Mm-hmm. Alan and Tequila have formed an actual friendship, an actual, like, real friendship yeah. where they really do yeah. care about one another and they're concerned for one another and they, you know... They give them these moments here, and it is a little cheesy, and a little it is a little melodramatic, but it's no cheesier than some of the stuff we've seen with, you know, Commando or yeah. you know Tango and Cash or you know yeah. any of these yeah. other movies. And in a lot of ways, I feel like it's a little bit more um, uh, genuine. The the feeling between the two people is genuine, you know. Um, so, did that kind of help the story along for you, Jake? Yeah, I mean, they're but. Yeah, their friendship I thought was pretty good. Um, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to say about it because we've seen a lot of stuff like this. It was main. I was mainly focusing on the action, just so over the top and fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like the gun scenes. Like I don't know how big those magazines are, but <laughs> they have like a, there's there's got to be like a hundred bullets in those magazines because they just keep going. Or is it? It was the I think it was the first scene in the restaurant where he's sliding down the stairwell. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, sliding down the stair railing and just shooting the guys. Like, oh my god! <laughs> That's the cover of the Criterion disc too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, right on. What is the uh, what's the tagline for uh, for the killers, Brent? Is it uh, the killer? It's one cop, one assassin, ten thousand bullets. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it, it's not a lie. It's not a lie. Um, They're not wrong. They're not wrong. Uh, John, what did you think? This is like I don't think you've ever seen a. a I haven't. I've never seen a John Woo picture. <laughs> what? Uh, wh- yeah. Wh- what did you think? I loved it, and it kind of makes me want to go back and watch all the other ones, you know? Definitely. Um, I know you've talked a lot about The Killer. Um, yeah. And uh, you've, been, you've been big on John Woo for years. You were, you were talking about John Woo years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know you were, you were a big fan. I don't know how it escaped me. I've never even seen any of the Hollywood ones. I don't think I, I never saw Face Off. Never saw any of those. We're gonna see. A, we're gonna see a couple of them. Um, yeah. It doesn't match up. I think the face-off is yeah. the closest. So the Hollywood stuff uh, doesn't uh, match the, uh, the early the close, stuff. The closest one I would say, John, that you should watch is Hard Target. Oh, that's, that's right. Okay. One. That's right. That's the best that's the, one. That's the John Claude Van Damme. Yes, sir. Okay. 
And that's like the first one he does in Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. I love that movie. And it just got put on 4K by Kino, too. I need to buy that's it. That's right. I always forget hard targets in there because I always think of Broken Arrow and um, that's a good one Face too. Off. Yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, this just blew me away. What, what really uh, got my attention is there is no downtime at all. It's almost 100% action. There's very little mm-hmm. downtime. Even a Jackie Chan movie, you know, you'll have a little downtime, a little kind <laughs> of quiet moments. This one, there's a few. I like the whole thing with him in the jazz club early on. You're yeah. like, oh, okay. He's a jazz lover. You know, that's cool. Mm-hmm. In Hong Kong, which is weird, right? In Hong Kong? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then but, you'd... you know, you know, the thing with jazz, it's it's more loved everywhere else. You know, it's like, uh, you know, everybody loves American jazz. Like France, you know, <laughs> Japan. Everybody's into American jazz more sure. than we are. You know? <laughs> What's crazy is he plays the clarinet, which is like the least sexy. Like, you know, it's Xiao yeah. Yang Fat. He's like the coolest yeah. guy. And he busts out this clarinet. He does this tequila <laughs> slammer. I love that yeah. opening scene. He slams the tequila. You can tell he's exhaling smoke. And then he's like, yeah. you're like, oh, this guy's getting ready to jam. And then he puts a clarinet to his lips. And you're, <laughs> and like, you're like, and you're thinking, I thought it was going to be a saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, it just blew me away how um, it just keeps moving and it never loses you. And so even when it goes over the top and then you start thinking, well, where can they take it from here? You know? It's so crazy, and the body count's insane. And, yeah, you start wondering, mm-hmm. you know, they, they never stop the reload. It's just an endless supply <laughs> of clips, and, uh, and uh, but uh, they just keep upping the ante. It's just, like, it's just more heightened and more heightened. And finally you go, where can they go with this? And when they're, like, in a room full of babies, and you're like, holy <laughs> shit, this guy's going to blow up the hospital, and this room's filled with babies, and they're going to try to lower the babies out the window? It's just insane. Yeah. And then the whole thing where he's got him, he's got the la- you got to go back for the last baby. Okay, I'll go. You go out the window. I'll go for the last baby. Oh, he's got him. He's down his leg to put out the fire. Like I know. And he's all. He's all. Where to? Way to go, little one. You know. <laughs> way to go, you little piss pile. Like, oh, yeah. You know, there's a lot of phrasing where you realize this was like uh, whoever translated this was British. There's oh, a lot yeah. of a lot of words where you go, oh, that's the Brits. That ain't us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when he when he calls the baby a piss pot, you're going, well, oh, that's British. Yeah. You know? And nobody in America says piss pot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I love that. I love how he's like cleaning the blood off the baby's face and going, okay, little one, you know, hang on just a little longer. He's putting the cotton in his ears. And he's got them all wrapped up under his jacket. And you're just going, this is just insane. You're thinking even something like Die Hard, you know, you think that's action packed. And then you see this and go, holy shit. And then, the whole thing with the morgue, where they blow the wall up and they come <laughs> sliding out the uh, doors in the morgue, you know? Mm-hmm. You know that it, was insane. It's you know? almost the way that you played cops and robbers as a kid. Right. Where it's, it's almost that level where you're like, I shot you. Nope, you missed. I got you. <laughs> like, you know? it's the, Absolutely. Because at the end, you're like, what? He's not dead? He's on. He, now he's in his yacht? It's like, <laughs> or his boat? You know? You're like... That really is like I got you. Uh, uh-uh, I'm still up. You know, <laughs> like you missed. It's like wow, he didn't. You really thought he was dead. That last scene. Yeah. You're going. How many bullets can he take? And uh, then they burn his file, and you see him on his boat, and you're like, wow, he's still out there. You know. <laughs> and what's great is you're sending the my favorite part of this movie that escapes a lot of people is you're using Lionel Richie's "hello" as a code yeah. word. As yeah. a guy <laughs> singing I hello, love, and like you're like, what is this going on? Yeah, the thing where she's singing the codes, you know, she has to tell him, no, you got the wrong note, you know, you get the wrong number because it's the wrong note, you know, <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah, I love all the Mexican standoff stuff. So, you know, I know oh, Tarantino uh, kind of ran with that. Um, I guess every uh, was that also in the killer? Uh, the killer? Yeah, that's like a John Woo. That's a John Woo signature. Uh, that's a hell of that was a hell of a thing. The first time they had the guns on each other and, and slowly cocked the uh, you know the trigger. And back. the great thing is, a, yeah, the great thing is Tequila just going to shoot him in the face. If he had bullets, he would have killed him. The movie would yeah. have ended right there. He yeah, was, yeah. He was kind of a no nonsense, uh, you know. And also, there's just a. I loved all the scowl offs. You know, there's these scenes where like just scowling each other, just mad dogging each other. There's uh -huh. like just the crazy ass scowls, you know. And uh, you know, they're like nose to nose, and they're just like, who's going to back down first? You know. John, did you and, see uh, 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 the the Ten Rings? Did you see Shang Chi? Yes, I did. You know, did you recognize uh, Alan? Hold on. Oh. Hey, get loose now. There we go. A little, uh, hey. 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 my phone. So, That's okay. Uh, did, uh, yes, I saw it. And I, so I know that it was alluding to a lot of things. Um, no, but did, did you, did you recognize Alan from Alan, the undercover cop? Uh, what was he playing in the 10 rings? The sh he was Shang-Chi's dad. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Oh, that's great. When I saw it, I was no, like, that, Alan! <laughs> well, the name is familiar. You know, when I saw <laughs> this part of the MCU, then, is what you're telling me. Mm -hmm. When I yeah. saw the names, like, uh, Chow Yun-Fat was in uh, Crouching Tiger, uh, Hidden Dragon, yes. right? Yes, yep. Yeah, yeah. So I'm seeing that, you know, I'm kind of recognizing the faces. I'm, I recognize the names. I'm going, okay, I've seen these guys in some things. But um, at, I don't know. This, this was just in, an insane at, amount of action. At the time, Chow Yun-Fat was, like, the biggest i mean aside from like jackie chan probably the yeah. biggest star in hong kong at the time yeah. and uh just one of those guys for me he is like a tashiro mafune where you don't speak mm -hmm. you don't have to speak the language yeah. and he's just got the charisma and the yeah. look and it's all there yeah. it's all coming off the screen and 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 tony lung as well i feel like they yeah. both really it really translates without yeah. having to speak the language yeah, and they've got a chemistry. It's like you were saying before; they've got a chemistry, you know. Yeah, and uh, you—it's be believable. So um, I don't know. I enjoyed the hell out of it. When it was over, I thought, okay, now I got to go back and start checking out those earlier ones. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, John, did you did you? Uh, what I love part of what I love about this movie that puts it right in the '90s, but also kind of it works is the score. It's got yeah. that yeah. real like yeah. synthesizer, but very percussive. Feels like uh, Miami Vice or something. Yeah, and uh, what uh, wasn't distracting. There's a couple Jackie Chans where you go, boy, this is really of its time. The soundtrack, you're going, okay, yeah, it's that, but it never, it kind of just works, and you never thought it was distracting, you know. Yeah. But you're right. There's a vibe to it, and it definitely places it firmly in the '90s. Yeah. But I, I thought it worked, and uh, the fact that it starts with him in the jazz club, you know. Um, and so that all kind of ties in some of the music. Sort of yeah, it feels that even, it feels know? very much like an old American kind of almost noir cop movie. Like, hey, my partner was gunned down, and now I have to. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like um, like reinventing the genre, which is what that's always fun when you see that when somebody's like reinventing the western or re, you know reinventing the gangster film. It's always great because they're taking what works for them and then they kind of weld it onto something brand new. Yeah. And so if you've seen movies that you thought this is just crazy wall-to-wall -wall action, you see this and you just go, holy cow, this is just about no let-up. And it, it's, 
So yeah, no matter how over the top it is, it works. Yeah, because you get the uh, you it, get it that, absolutely works. You get that first shootout. It's like ten minutes long in the tea house, and yeah. then mm-hmm. then you're like, well, that was nuts. Then you get that shootout in the two shootouts in the warehouse, uh, in, the, in the middle, and then you're like, like just like John said, well, how are you going to top it? And once they get out of the the basement, once they they they, they blow up that the the morgue, it's like yeah. thirty minutes of just them you know running around mm-hmm. this hospital. Uh, and know. before they get to the before they get to the babies, they're just shooting up all these people on crutches. You know, <laughs> it's like they're trying they're trying that scene where they're like, "Okay, everybody up, we're gonna get you out," and then immediately they just get mowed down. And they're like, "No, no, get down!" And you're like, "Just holy fuck!" You know. <laughs> and then you just go, "Well, there's no topping this." And like, "Oh, we got to get these babies out." And you're like, "Really? You got a couple hundred babies? You got to like lower? You got to get them out the window and lowered through a gunfire?" I don't Definitely. know if anybody can pull that off. You know? Definitely there, didn't see that coming. There is that great yeah. scene where he goes, uh, "She's like, I need help," and they walk in, and he goes, "Wow, there's hundreds of them." <laughs> like he literally does say, "I know." That. And then he's all, "He's all, really? You want babies? Huh? You want this many babies?" <laughs> she's all, "Yeah, like, maybe." Yeah, yeah, why not? Uh, I was also thinking of the Untouchables, where it's the kid in the carriage going oh, down yeah. the steps, and you're not sure if it's gotten a bullet. You know, there's a big fire, and you're going, "God, that was one baby," and you're sweating it. You know, <laughs> everyone kind of sweats that scene because they're firing right past the the, the baby uh, the baby carriage and wheels. And you're going, is that baby going to get it? And you're going, God, this is a whole room full of babies. And he's going to blow the hospital up. How are they ever going to get out? And then out the window, they're shooting like all around those people. Everybody that's lowering a baby is getting it in the back. How is it not one of these babies is dropping out of the out of the box, you know? Because the Hong Kong SWAT team, baby. Those, uh... I guess. Then... And that's chaos. When you see the police pulling up and you're like, that is just crazy. That's like something out of Apocalypse Now. You got people firing out the windows. You got rooms Hitting blowing patients, up. Like, Jesus. <laughs> what about Imagine being a cop and pulling up on that. John, know? what about the scene where they just blow up the whole thing at the end and you can tell it's not yeah. like they're really blowing up that building. They are. Yeah, yeah. And you're thinking, well, what? Was that a warehouse somewhere? It was, an, know, where it, was, it was an actually an old Coca-Cola plant. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, it was an old Coca-Cola plant they converted to make it look like a hospital. So somebody could have said, "We got to get those Coca-Colas out." <laughs> There's a whole room full of cokes. We got to get. Come those, on, we got to get. Help those me babies. get them out. Uh, wrapping them. Yeah. Uh, also, John, what did you think of the scene? What did you think of the bad guy who kind of had honor? Mad Dog. Oh, uh, Mad Dog, right? Uh, yeah, the yeah. Guy with the iPad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was great because he looked just about indestructible you kept thinking well he's out and then up he gets up again i thought he's almost like you know uh, the terminator you know but it was cool at the end he's got this sense of honor like what what is the point of killing all these sick people you know all these babies and and uh, patients it's funny because that's what it took he doesn't draw a line until they're gonna blow the hospital up and he's all what are you doing and he even says this isn't necessary you've won why do you have to like, kill everybody in the hospital and I, I love that that's the way he went out. He's all, fuck you. You know, it's like, yeah. Uh, that was a hell of a way to go out. So it's like, even that guy, the mad dog. You know? <laughs> that guy was cool. I love the scene where they, they get him in the hallway and uh, he, uh, uh, Tony Lung pops out, shoots him. And then Chai Yun Fat dives through the window, and uh-huh. then he dives the opposite way through the other window, and it's like it's just like breaking glass, like all <laughs> over the place. And then the, later yeah. on, they're running down the hallway, shooting each other through the glass. <laughs> mm-hmm. just, uh, yeah, that was insane. And he had a great look. Whatever's going on with his face, 
not just the eye patch, but he had this really great face, like like he was some sort of like un you know unkillable uh, cyborg or something. Yeah, you know, really good. Yeah. All right, Brent. So For a second, when I when I was younger, the dude, the Mad Dog, because I, I watched the fuck out of Iron Chef back in the day. I could have swore that was Chairman Kaga. Chairman Kaga. He does kind of look a little bit like Chairman Kaga. If you unblow the hair, if you comb yeah, the I hair forward, the <laughs> <laughs> take the bell pepper out. Yes, go. right. Put the bell pepper yeah. down. Put an yeah. eye patch on him. It, it kind of does look like Chairman Kaga. Yeah. So, Brent, how did you discover uh, the John Woo films, and what was your first? And then, how did you work, make your way to Hard Boiled? Technically, the first one I saw was Mission Impossible Two, but I wasn't a big fan of that back in the day. Okay. I, I found Hard Boiled. I went to um, a spot called Family Video, and I was just going through the video tapes, going looking for anything, and the cover. Of hard boiled, I don't know how it really caught my eye because it, the cover on the certain version I saw was just like barely anything. It just had hard boiled and big titles. But I think I saw John Woo and I was like, "Oh, that's the Mission Impossible dude." So I went home and watched it, and I, <laughs> I would say probably I rented it for like two days, and I think in those two days I watched it like five times. <laughs> wow! And I kept going back to it over and over and over and over again, and I, from the moment that. My man's and the, they they knocked the birdcage over and they stomped it and two guns flew out. I was like, that's when the remote go down. Like I'm I'm in here. That's all I need. To do. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like exactly. exactly him sliding down the joint, shooting people. Like I told Mario earlier, just everybody gets a whole clip. <laughs> <laughs> no reload. Well, you know what? Just to pause real quick. You know what's dumb? If you're trying to make a quick getaway. Don't shoot people in front of you, bad guys. They yes. you, they block the stairs on themselves. But it is sucks mm. because you just see people getting mowed down. Like you know, it's like oh my god, these people are just trying to get out of here with their birds, and they're getting. <laughs> I can't lie. This movie rivals the kill count of fucking Mulan, dude. This is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Woo has killed more men than Cecil B. DeMille. That is for sure. <laughs> Continue, Brent. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, you good. But no, um. Now, this movie's pretty much what started my whole like John Woo pathways. I saw The Killer after this, and then I saw Better Tomorrow, Bullet in the Head, all that type of shit like that. Some of them are hard to find, though, here in America. Yeah. I had to kind of bootleg a lot of them joints to get them here. Because a lot of these movies are on 4K, but just not here. Yeah. So I've had to Oh, yeah, out. yeah. That's called, I'll be trying to bug Criterion. I'm like, yo, y'all should really, I would buy this day one. I've I've actually gotten that off a few times with Shout Factor. I was like, hey, y'all should put Tales from the Hood out on Blu-ray. And then like five months later, it came out on Blu-ray. There you go. Keep it up. I got somebody. Mm. <laughs> I, don't, no, yeah, I, I don't know what it is with these movies, why they're why John Woo movies are hard to find. And it might be because he left Hong Kong. I don't know. It might, nah. you know, who knows? I mean, who owns them? Who actually owns the film? It's not him. Probably the the, the movie company. Golden Princess yeah, is the know. is the yeah, production Golden company. Princess Media Asia, whichever one it is. Yeah, because they're all owned by different people. But not legitimately, like watching Hard Boy as a little youngin, I equated to like the first time I like had sex for the first time. That's how <laughs> <laughs> it was like the whole the whole tea house joint. That's like that's it going on. Then when he shoots dude in the face and you get the blood splatter on the little with the flower on his face, that was like right there. That oh yeah, the first one, right there, pow. <laughs> and, then, and then like I said, then it's like it just keeps on going. Like because there are points. Like I said, it has like slight downtime. You, get, you do get stories, not constantly just shooting everybody, but it constantly keeps me interested. Though I'm never bored watching the movie, even doing the little talky parts. Because even outside of the big shootouts, there's still little things here and there, like when they're at the boat and your man gets like the shotgun blast, like down the side. Of oh the yeah, 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 yeah. And then <laughs> jumps awful. into the salt water. You're like, ah! 
Yeah. But like I say, even in between the, the, the shootouts, there's still stuff like that. So there's constantly something going so you never get bored, which I love that. The killer is kind of, you, you have to have them watch the killer one day because the killer is not as action packed and it's shorter too. Yeah, but and I that feel. surprisingly long. Uh, that's hours. what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Mario, have have you got all these on disc? If I wanted to borrow I, them, I have I have them on disc somewhere. I have to find them because in the move, all my DVDs got packed uh. away. Uh, so I do have them, but you can the I, most of them are available. I shouldn't be saying this out loud. Most of them are available on YouTube, and again, yeah. the quality uh. is not far off from what you're going to get on the DVD because they haven't. Yeah. I think the Dragon Dynasty one was a 4K transfer, and it still looked pretty much like the DVD. Yeah, they probably lying. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I got, I got, I got the Dragon Dynasty Blu-rays here and the DVD. Oh, actually, here I have the. If you want, I have the horrible and the killer DVDs here. I have double copies. If y'all want them, I'll send them to you. John, oh, yeah, yeah. we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll get yeah. we'll get that we'll set that up. Uh, yeah, we'll set that up. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So then you. So you just rented this, watched the hell out of it, and then then that was the. Mm-hmm. Then I eventually, because I, I always wanted to find copies of, but never could find none. And then when Dragon Dynasty was a thing, and they started putting out everything, I bought every. Anytime I saw Dragon Dynasty DVD, and no matter what the fuck it was, I would just buy it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I finally got them. Actually, I was out of town, and I saw. I looked at my phone and it said the killer just been released like two days ago on DVD, and I was like, oh, I missed that. So I was actually with the girl I was with at the time. I'm like, hey, let's go to Best Buy real quick. <laughs> so in the middle of hanging out with her, I was like, no, 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 fuck that. We got to go get the killer from Best Buy. And I actually went and got it. Nice. Beautiful. Priorities. Yeah. Yeah. Priorities. <laughs> got to save the babies, man. Got to save the babies. Exactly. Uh, do you have a favorite scene from this one, Brent? Favorite scene might be hard. Favorite moments, I have many. We, we talked about it before when my man took the motorcycle to his chest. <laughs> Chef's kiss right there. <laughs> <laughs> Between that and then uh, me and PJ laughed real. We always laugh super hard at the end when he's like making Chai and Fat smack himself and making him say he's impotent and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's 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 like seventies. That's like right out of Dirty Harry right there. Yeah, that yep. that moment is like right out of right. Dirty Harry. Yeah. Um, I always think it's cool that Chai and Fat can uh, can can kill so many people wearing like a cardigan, like yeah. at the end. <laughs> Because I think that yeah, was the casual. I think that was the original. The original video cover that I remember having it on VHS was, I think it was a promo picture of him holding the shotgun, but he's got like a SWAT vest on and he's holding the I baby. Know what you're talking about. Yep. He's holding the baby, and it's the same baby too. It's really funny. It's the same baby. So um, I when I got to see this late, I remember my my buddy Hiddish was like, "Hey, I just saw Hard Boiled. Uh, it's." Uh, and he goes, uh, I go, oh, how was it? And he's just like, he goes, he goes, he, I forgot what he said. He goes, he goes, yeah, it's, he goes, the last 30 minutes is just them like running around the hospital, uh, shooting through windows. Yep. There it is. That was it. That was the original <laughs> video cover I had. Um, but yeah, my friend tried to describe it to me and he could not describe it. He's like, you just got to see it. You got to see it to believe it. <laughs> For real though. Yeah, we're in kidding. That's kind of how I would explain it to PJ. He was like, I was like, oh, man, you got to watch this movie. He's like, what is it? I was like, just a lot of people getting shot. Just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you can see how movies like this and how, you know, The Departed was basically based on a 1990s uh, 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 Hong Kong Infernal movie. Infernal Affairs. It, yeah. In, yeah, Infernal mm-hmm. Affairs, right? I love You've that. You've seen that? 
I have all three of them here. I love those movies. Yeah. So, I mean, the story translates. I, I was thinking, like, who would I cast in this if we remade it right now? Like, if, why? Ha- yeah, a, what's like the what's the U.S. equivalent to this? A, why hasn't this been remade? Because they shouldn't. Just leave it alone. I want, yeah. them to, I want them to do a really bad American version of it, though. <laughs> there probably is somewhere. But who? I'm surprised they didn't do it back in the day. I guess you'd get somebody like a Nicholas Cage or a John Travolta, right? <laughs> who would you know? Yeah. Like if you did it now, like here, my cast would be tequila. Would be this is this? I was thinking about this earlier. My tequila would be Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves right now because he's kind of he, he can do. We know he's got the, the. We know he can do action movies. He's got the John. He got John Wick under his belt now. My Allen would be Michael B. Jordan. Oh, Michael okay. B. Jordan, because in America, you know, it's going to be like, I got to go undercover and, you know, it's, you know how it is. It's going to be like, nah. so they're going to, you know, he's going to have to infiltrate a gang or something and there's no good Mexican actor. So I'm going to pick Michael B. Jordan. Mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so almost in there. Fuck it. Oh yeah. Almost would be the captain. We'll, just, we'll throw oh, almost yeah, the, the, we'll put him in at the end <laughs> where he like shoots one guy. Yeah. yeah. Gotta get one in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who would you, Brent? Who would you? Who would you? American actor. If, if, I had to if you had to one? recast it, Jeez, man, I don't even want to mess with it. <laughs> John, yeah, no kidding. John, who would you pick? Who I like? To oh man, I yeah, I don't like these days. I know, like at the in the nineties, you might have had some people. I don't know who you would pick these days. Who would oh. they have picked in the nineties? It would have been awful. It would have been like it would have been. Oh, <laughs> Wesley Snipes would or, be good. Uh, yeah. or, you know, it would have been like Bruce Willis, you know, or, um, oh, that's, true. that's yeah. true. You know, that's exactly, think of all the things he did, you know, like that last man standing and all that. That's the yeah. kind of guy, they were, you know, uh, I'll tell you who, that's who they were I'll tell you who Snipes would, Snipes would be good as the, as the, as the bad guy, as the main villain. He would. I could as see him. Dog? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Well, or, or no, the, the main guy, the main gangster. Oh, the main guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah who was that to play the main guy? Mad Dog in the '90s would have been like, uh, like uh, if Robert Rodriguez had done it, Mad Dog would have been Danny Trejo, uh-huh. like young Danny Trejo. Yeah, there you go, there you Danny go. Trejo. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> with right. knives all over him. Yeah, yeah, with knives. It's funny. It's funny. Y'all was bringing up Die Hard on the uh, Dragon Dynasty Blu-ray. I have. There's a quote on back of the box. I forget who it's attributed to, but it says, "More exciting than a dozen Die Hards." Yeah, I, I, can't I remember re- that quote. Yeah, yeah. I've I heard that quote before. Because, you know, Die Hard is pretty action-packed, but you see this and you go, wow, no, it's not the same. Not it's close. just not the same, you know. Uh, it's two different things, you know. A, a diff- For a long time, until 2013, I always, this was my favorite action movie. So it's only been beat by one other movie, and you got to make them watch The Raid one day. We have it. It's coming up, The Raid. you got to watch The Raid. Uh, you were talking Ooh. about that last week, so The Raid, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good that one. Would be, that would be number two uh, under this? No, that's number one. It knocked Harbaugh to number two. No kidding. Because that movie is pretty much, it's, that one is literally nothing. But once it starts, it doesn't stop for yeah. anything. Barely any plot. Yeah. But it's, but it's instead of shooting, it's fighting, though. That's mm-hmm. the big difference. Ooh, there you go. That's there's the, some that's shooting. The there there's is some shooting. Yeah, but there's yeah, no yeah. gun. So when, did that, when did that come out? 2012? Like 12, 13. 12, 13. Yeah. All right. The, the, wow. Uh, the group that did that was kind of, they were like, the, they did a few movies. Mm-hmm. And they they were kind of like They're the hot. Good. They were like the the action hotness for a little bit. They put him in the Force Awakens for like one scene for some reason. I don't know why. I thought it was mm-hmm. about to. I thought it was about to pop off. 
Yeah. I thought I thought they were gonna be fighting Chewbacca or something. I was like, oh, here we go. And then they got I eaten. Your height. <laughs> was that the opening scene? Was that the very opening scene with all the fighting? No, no. it was the scene they 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 get on board the ship and they want money from Han Solo. Yeah, uh, it's like the little mm-hmm. alien starts running all around or something like that. Yeah, he okay. starts eating them. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, these guys, this is going to be great. Here we go. Yeah, so those come. are the main dudes from the raid right in the front. Yeah. So is that easy to find? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it's easy. Okay. The, it's right? called the Raid Redemption. Colon Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first one? Yeah. The Raid okay. Colon Redemption. And then the raid sounds, that title sounds like, the, uh, <laughs> like it's a sequel. You <laughs> I, I hate the subtitle on it. Oh really? Is there a way to find it without the subtitles or? Oh no, I'm just I hate that they added that shit. Oh, oh, Hooray. that subtitle. Okay. It cuz you know that sounds like a like a the third Matrix movie. You know? yeah. Right. <laughs> it's good though. It's basically they they take the plot of Game of Death and yep. basically right. just up the ante. Okay. Yeah. John, did you see that last Just Dread movie with Carl Urban? I didn't. Oh, I didn't. Damn, okay. But I said, Was it's, it good? They're pretty much the same movie and I love that movie too though. You know, he's good. I have now seen him in a few things, and he's good. Nobody ever talks about him, no. but, uh, uh, you know, he's done so many weird things. He was, he was a great Dr. McCoy on those. He's on those, good. Uh, he's good on, he's good on uh, what, is it, the, what is the Amazon Prime show? The about boys. The, the boys. I was saying yeah. from that, he should be the next Wolverine. He, he's, really mean, got that, he's really got that look where he could be the next Wolverine. Heck, All right. I'd put him in. You know what? Let's make him tequila. Yeah, I, I would do that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's make him tequila. Everybody loved him in Dread, too, John, because he never took the helmet off like Stallone. Ah, yeah, yeah. And Stallone had to take it off because he was Stallone. So, oh, hey. He probably insisted on it, probably. Uh (laughs) Brent, you just reminded me. Did you see that the the Netflix uh, Marvel stuff's getting moved over to Disney Plus? I did see that. Is it already on there? I thought it was like I don't. Right I don't know if it's on there, but you're going to have to, you're going to have to mess with the parental controls because they're not going to edit it. It's going to be unedited Good. they're gonna leave it yeah oh nice yeah so if you're a fan that's of the, great because john have cool, you seen i it? never i never saw those oh. i never saw the daredevil oh. and i never saw the luke cage either definitely gotta look at daredevil and luke cage daredevil and luke cage are great punisher's good yeah sorry not as good and as i know people that like the other one what was it the jessica jones or whatever yeah. that was all right too. i know some people that really like those yeah they're all they're all interlocked, right? The defenders was that yeah. like all connected? Yeah, yeah. Don't just you can skip Iron Fist if you want. I did. Boy, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know anybody. I never heard one person say they like that one. They all hated that one. <laughs> I never even watched it. That's interesting. They really blew it, I guess, because I I haven't heard one person say that they dug that. When well, they announced that they were all coming to Disney Plus, everybody was like, "Yeah." Then they said, "I think it was going down the list." And then when they got the Iron Fist, everybody was like, "Yeah, yeah, you can keep Iron Fist." <laughs> but yeah. Daredevil's great, man. You'll love Daredevil. That's the best yeah. one. The yeah. Punisher in Daredevil is good. Yes. They, the Punisher I'll, first I'll season it. was cool, but then they did the thing I hate in the second season. They put him with a little kid. So then the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't do this because there's a little kid. It's like, man, fuck uh, that, man. You got to be like, you got to be like, you got to be like tequila. You stick some cotton in his ears and you just, yeah. you do work. I know. Blood off his face. Like, yeah, you're fine. You, you know what's crazy too? When he's with the baby is when you get the most gruesome kills. That guy's got a piece of wood sticking out of his neck and the blood blood mm-hmm. pumping out. He shoots oh, the one, shit. he shoots the one guy through the door. You see it like go through his body. It's like the worst kills come when he's holding that baby. He's like, hey, that's, it, oh, that's rated action. 
That's yeah. X-rated. You can't look. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, and the whole time he's going coochie coo and singing to the baby and the whole bit. You I know. Love it. God, I love it. It's such a wacky. It's such a yeah. whacked out movie, but it's it works. It works on every level. It works somehow. And, <laughs> somehow it works. And yeah. just the way just the way the action is staged, yeah. uh, is you know some of the best action scenes just because of the staging. You know, like the you were ca- saying that one scene where they were diving through the windows, that was all in like one long take for a long chunk. Of yeah. It. Or the, the that long take where they're going down the hall, yeah. they get to the elevator, he shoots the cop on accident. <laughs> they go <laughs> in the elevator, they close the elevator. And by the way, John, that's the same set. So while the elevator's closed, there's like stagehands moving everything around. Uh-huh. They wow. come back wow. out. <laughs> they come back out and just go the other way down the hall where they were before. Oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, great. But you don't notice it. Till, I didn't notice that till maybe like the third or fourth time I watched it, I was like, oh, hey, that's the same hall, just in the other direction. I was like, oh, they must have just, uh, and I read, they're like, yeah, they just, they, they, they moved that's the That's when you know you've seen this like a hundred times. You're like, hey, that's the same hall. Yeah. Well, you know what I was, I always told, I told Brent, I've seen this movie dozens of times. I still yeah. don't know. They mentioned that Tequila kills a cop in the tea house. And I yeah. still don't know who that is. Ah. I still have not figured out who that is. I don't think you're How supposed you, Brent? to. Have you figured that out? I, I was I was looking at it again because I know the dude that he shoots in the face with the the flower on his face and everything. That was like a dude they were trying to get information from. But there's a guy that comes in initially and he had like he swings the birdcage and knocks the cage over. He gets shot at some point, but I didn't see if Tequila did it or not. But I think that's the guy they're talking about. I think that's mm. the first guy that gets shot. The the, yeah. the guy in the in the suede jacket gets up and shoots him first. Does nobody know what each other look like at the fucking police force? They're just like, <laughs> you just blindly well, shooting people. Because there's there's no some, time. some of them are undercover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you don't know. I was, I was thinking about that when he goes, oh, I think I just shot a cop. And it's like, how in the hell would you know? There's a thousand guys. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are wearing police outfits. Some of them aren't. Yeah. Some, of the, some of the criminals are wearing police outfits. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how would you know for that's crying out? That's why you got to have your uh, your your badge and you say CID. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like war, you know. You're firing in every direction, and uh-huh. it's like yeah. shit. You know, I got one of ours. You know, what do they call it? Uh, friendly, friendly fire. fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and that must happen a hell of a lot. John, did you have a favorite scene? Oh, there's a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. That whole thing where they blow the wall up in the morgue and they come sliding out the the doors uh, <laughs> out of the out of the body you know the body bag doors that was just insane. That's where I'm just like, wow. I guess anything could happen in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, that's the one that sticks in my mind. But that whole thing at the beginning is pretty memorable. The whole thing at the tea house is pretty yeah. crazy, and you're amazed that they can match that for action. Uh, they do, but that's the one that's. Uh, pretty crazy but yeah uh, also the whole thing with trying to get the babies out the window and lowering them down in the middle of all that firing and uh i guess those are the three that stick out in my mind but uh save those babies it's all it's all solid and yeah. it also you feel like you haven't seen it a million times with action films you're kind of like all right that's that and that's that one and this one is kind of like all right you know he's obviously pulling some things from movies that he liked um but uh most of it the staging feels pretty original. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, do you have a favorite scene? Um, I think it's this, yeah, it's the scene where he's in the, um, like the, what's, what do you call it? The baby, the baby ward where he's shooting in up maternity people. Ward? The baby, maternity, maternity ward. Maternity <laughs> ward. Yeah. He's in the maternity ward just shooting up people. 
and he's doing like some fucking like what is like a children like a child little rap thing that he's yeah. doing a nursery rap like a lullaby rap i'm like what the fuck is this guy doing <laughs> I had to drop in bars. Weirdest. <laughs> <laughs> drop, yeah. Dropping bars while he's dropping bodies. Yeah, like, oh my yeah God. right. Mm-hmm. What a guy. <laughs> hey, Jake, you ever played the, uh, the Matrix Path of Neo game on Xbox and PS2? Um, was that the first Matrix movie? Or the first Matrix game? Or is it uh, a- it's, it's after Into the Matrix. It came out after that one. Oh, I played Into the Matrix. I didn't play that one. Oh, there's, a, there's a part in there where um, you, you're playing as Neo going through all the movies and you... It, Gets to the part where it's like, okay, we're gonna teach you how to shoot guns, and it basically just recreates that whole tea house shootout. You, you even he's even oh, dressed it? like tequila, yeah. Hmm. Really? Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. The Matrix dudes definitely stole a lot from this movie because there was mm. a video game sequel to this called Stranglehold, and I love that game. <laughs> I wish it was out somewhere. I got it on Xbox and PS3. I said, "Fuck it." <laughs> you probably have to go searching for it. I bet you it's on. It's on one of the. Uh, uh, you could probably find it on one of the ROMs on PC somewhere. Yeah, you you could probably yeah you could probably find it online somewhere. Maybe. Say hi. There's no maybes. It's out there. <laughs> anyway, listen, Who is guys. That? This is a great, what a great movie. I, I really, I do give you guys gifts. I really do. <laughs> I really do. This was real last minute too. I was, yeah. I was gearing up, I was gearing up to watch American Me and all of a sudden it's like, what? Oh, okay. Well, you know what all it right, is? Uh, Brent did it a few weeks ago and, and like, I don't own a digital copy, but uh, since it was out there and available, yeah. I was like, hey, let's all yeah. do it. It's probably, I don't know. It's one of my favorite movies. I don't know where it ranks, uh, but it, it definitely is one of my all-time favorite movies. So I'm gonna, I had to, I had to throw it out there. I'm hoping Patrick and Justine watch it. I really hope they don't uh, skip out on it because I think it's something that. Oh, they uh, will. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Why do you think? What? Mean? I don't know. I'm not sure about. I'm gonna tell them that we're gonna talk about it next week. I want their ranking. It's hard to catch up. You know, once you get behind, it's hard to catch up. That's why. I oh. still have to see. Uh, oh, <laughs> hey. There it What's is. That? It's the video what? game. The video game <laughs> called Stranglehold, and it was a, it was a, ah. it was a, it was a, a CG model of uh, Chow Yun Fat. Ah. And you would hold run, that up again. Awesome. Look at that. Look at ah. that. And you would run around with the two guns, and it was a whole little plot. It was like a. It, you were playing tequila, right? Yeah, it was a direct sequel to the movie because they even put the movie on the disc too. Oh, wow. did they? No kidding. Yeah, wow. I got the I got the collector's edition one. Huh. Wow. When did that come out? 94, like, 94, 95? It's two thousand seven. <laughs> was that? Ninety four. Was, was it really? <laughs> I'll say ninety four, brother. PS one, it just came. Oh, I meant two thousand four. <laughs> I'm sorry, not ninety four. Two thousand four. It's like two thousand four. Like it was about ten years after, right? So, two thousand seven. So it's 15 years later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They get Chow fast voice and everything in there. Mm-hmm. Damn. Tequila. That was before he did Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. That's right. <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. The, what's, what's the one where they voyage to the end of the earth? He's the, he's the Chinese pirate. What is he, the pirate? That's the third, is that the third one? The pirate that's the king? Third one, right? He's the pirate king or the... Is he? I haven't seen that one in a long time. What is it? You know, I saw those when they came out, and I never really watched them again. 
But that I think that's like the third one, isn't it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. He's also Bulletproof Monk. <laughs> that's Bullet- right. Monk. <laughs> Forgot about that one. I think I got that upstairs. Isn't that... What's the one, is that, what's the one with him and Mira Servino? Oh, that's uh, the replacement killers. That's my shit. Mm. That's the, Dan, Danny Trejo in that one, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who did that one? Who's the director on that? Antoine Fuqua. Oh, no yeah. No kidding. Mm-hmm. No yeah. shit. Wow. Oh, I think early one for him, I think. Yeah, that was... That was at the time when every movie had when Hong Kong was like at its height. The influence was at its height because mm, Jackie Chan yeah. was big over here. And that was when you actually had they would they would tell you who the fight choreographer was going to be. Yeah, mm. because remember, like I remember that movie, The Musketeer. It was all like The Musketeer with fight choreography by Yen Wu Ping, and they would like just throw it out, <laughs> to, and then uh, and they would say the replacement killers, starring Chow Yun Fat. Directed by Anton Fuqua. That's when they first started throwing names out. Oh, that was his first oh. movie, actually. Yep. Yeah. You got you got the voice just right. Mm-hmm. That's sort of like <laughs> battery's not included. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm really glad we got to to do this movie because I love it. And uh, yeah, this was this was a good one. John, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, like I said, I'll be working my way backward. I guess. Uh, the uh, previous four, I guess. That's previous I three. You, you did hit yeah. on something, John. It really does. When you watch these movies, they don't feel like any other movies you've seen. Um, right. Cool. You can tell they borrow from them, but they it's just a whole something wholly other. And it's 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 all influence. And that's what... You, you sit through a million movies, and that's what gets your attention. When somebody's doing something that they haven't seen before. You know, I think that's why everyone lost their shit over uh, Pulp Fiction, even though he's pulling from a lot of different influences. The way that was laid out, everybody just lost their mind. They're like, wow, this is like original. This doesn't look like anything we've seen like in the last 10 years. Yeah. So if you're into movies, you can see where he was pulling influences. But basically, I think that's why all, all the critics and all the people just lost their minds because they're like, this doesn't look like anything we've seen action wise. This right. doesn't look like Die Hard or, the, you know, uh, uh, you know, Cobra or any of that stuff. Right, you know? oh. right, right. Just to pick one, I just mean, to pick one out of the air. You know, <laughs> Die, Hard, Die Hard is different from the other '80s action movies, just because of the the. the well, the, I would say the first one, the first Die Hard. You're yeah. going, hey, this is kind of yeah. different. Yeah. Uh, but n- they never captured that vibe again. I've seen them all, but they never got you. It's kind of like with Star Wars. They get you that first time, and then you kind of see them coming. What yeah. you uh, saw, fun, Empire Strikes Back coming. Yeah. Is that what you're trying yeah. to tell me? You said- well, it's still my favorite. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can't you can't have that experience again. Right. Seeing Star Wars the first time, you cannot replicate that right. because you you know you're like a yeah, it's the first time. You're like wow. Yeah. Well, I'm glad yeah. you I'm and, glad you liked it, John. I really am. I was really yeah concerned. I wondered how they were gonna like it, man. I knew Jake was gonna be underwhelmed. He's he's a millennial. They, they, you can't yeah. you can't show him anything. Nope. You can't. Well, technically, I am too. So. But you're it cool. sounded like he liked it, Mario. So I think you're you're looking for him to like light Roman candles and he dance said around. It was it cheesy. Like, it sounded like he liked it. You know. <laughs> Let's rank it, Brent. He wants, he wants he wants me he wants me to rate every movie he gives us a ten. Ten, ten, ten. Brent, you give it a ten? Uh, oh no, oh no! I'm I'm gonna break out the home video hustle scale. I'm gonna give it that ten plus. It go higher. Yeah. Ten plus off the charts, John. Yeah, I love this movie. Uh, I give this an eight. What? Hey, that's a pretty good score. Hey, that's, still <laughs> yeah, that's solid. 
Hey, Brent, you know what I've done in the past, and they always kind of like say you can't do that. Uh-huh. I used to give things. Uh, I used to give things an eleven. Yeah. You know, like Young Frankenstein and The Godfather. I'd give it an eleven. They go, you can't do that. And it's like, well, <laughs> that's why I just add the plus on it. It's technically still ten, just plus. Yeah, that's good. I like uh, that. Yeah, Jake. Yeah. I give this a seven point five. Mm. Mm, seems low. <laughs> <laughs> Take back my defense, Mario. Get him. <laughs> ten. It's he's getting me back for Jurassic Park, but it's it's yep. a ten. Oh, that's right. Th- th- Hell yeah! This is like Jurassic Park if they if it was action packed. <laughs> you saying you saying dinosaurs chasing small children isn't action? I would say I want to see tequila in the kitchen with the velociraptors. Oh, now that would be what I want to see. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine that? Instead of a room full, instead of a room full of babies, it's a room full of <laughs> velociraptors. He's saving the dinosaur eggs, and they got to kill the velociraptors. Yeah, I know. Uh, you see, like yeah. John Hammond in there. We got to save these eggs. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll get them out. Get, the, go, go. The, I'll get them out. Yeah. The, the <laughs> hey, dinosaurs don't stand a cooing, chance. Making cooing noises. To See, the, to the they, they got to show Muldoon. Muldoon had, tequila should have given Muldoon shotgun lessons. All right. Yeah. You literally, you could blow up a velociraptor with a shotgun. Just all you got to do is duck and shoot at it. And it'll blow up. Dino crisis movie. Oh yeah! Yeah. Oh God, Dino Crisis. I love Dino Crisis, man. <laughs> there was a a comic out a few years ago called Chronos Commandos, where it was World mm. War II, and they had invented time travel, oh, and the okay. Nazis went back to oh. I forgot why they went back to uh, to prehistoric times, but these American soldiers follow them there, so it's basically. You're, they're fighting the dinosaurs, but they're also fighting the Nazis, and it was freaking oh, yeah, great. Are, are it, the Nazis bad in this story? Oh yeah, of course. Okay, okay. I won't, I won't be knowing no more. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Good this, Nazis. Yeah, this I was mean, this was before on. Trump, so it's back when Nazis oh, were still okay. bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta make sure. Now. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's back when Americans hated I, Nazis. I missed the <laughs> joke, Brent. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry, you got it afterwards. It's fine. I missed the joke, man. All right, I'm still thinking. You know of- the one I still the, the one I still got to see uh, came out a couple years ago was the one, it's uh, the zombie World War II movie. Oh, what was that uh, Overlord? Dark, uh, Overlord. I oh, I yeah. really that's a high on my list of things I need to see. It, it's a Over- good one. Anyway. Is it Overlord? Is that what it is? It's, it is. Yeah. It's in my pile too. I haven't looked at it. It's yet. a good one because when that came out, I went, ah, how did I not see this like opening day? You know, <laughs> it, like, it was Doom you know. the Doom the movie basically, not Doom. Uh, Castle Wolfenstein, the movie, oh, Wolfenstein. is basically. Ah, uh, boy, that's the. F- I remember you tell me on the phone every time I called you, like ten years ago. I'd say, "What you doing?" You go, "I'm killing Nazis. I'm in Castle Wolfenstein." Oh, no, that was like twenty years ago. That was like twenty, <laughs> was it? 20 years ago. Okay, uh, no, right. even it farther was- back. It was probably around the time Hard Boiled was on. Uh, all right. On DVD. So this is 1995. I go, what are you doing, Mario? And he's like, I'm killing Nazis. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm playing Castle Wolfenstein. Yep. I go, is that a thing? Castle Wolfenstein? Yep, that yeah. was a thing. Is that a real thing? Run around oh, yeah. shooting Nazis. It's not like you made it up, you know? Shoot Castle stuff. Castle Wolfenstein. My it's name like, is... Um, it's like if Duke Nukem were killing Nazis. That's basically... Yeah. Uh, is there still, are there still incarnations? Are there modern incarnations of Castle Wolfenstein? Yeah. Uh, one that came out maybe uh, four or five years ago. Is it, as a matter of fact, you're all on Game Pass. Xbox yeah, Game Pass right now. I love mm-hmm. those games. Um, all right. Let's wrap it up, guys. It's been... I could talk about... Dire. I seriously watched... I'm not kidding, John. I watched uh, Hard Boiled, and then after I watched it, I went through and just watched Highlights. 
But you're right. That last yeah. 30 minutes, once they bust out of the morgue, it is just 30 minutes of just solid, just chaos. Yeah. Uh, you know. I, so I'm picturing you, you're like me, like if it's like Apocalypse Now or The Godfather, if it's running, you're watching it. You yeah. say, well, that's it. Mm. You know, like you come in 10 minutes late, you're like, well, I'm watching the whole damn thing. You know? this, is, <laughs> this, like, is, this is honestly, this transcends. It's not just one of my favorite action movies. It's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. It's in my top yeah, 10. You, yeah. Is that right? Is yeah, that in your no, top 10 of all oh, time? Yeah, for sure. How about you, Mario? Top 10 of all time? I wouldn't, I don't know if it's top 10, but it's definitely one of my, it would be in the top 100 easily, uh, probably in the top 50. Possibly even it the says a lot. Top that, that you can just like watch it over and over and yeah. decide, you know take apart the scenes. That says a lot. When you yeah. can just watch something like like you never get tired of it. You just start taking apart scenes, and now I'm going to take apart the scene within the scene, and now how about this two minutes where they're doing this? So it's like you know it backward and forward. It sounds like you and Brent know this backward and forward. Sure. Oh yeah. yeah. That, that's how we knew we were best friends was when we first yeah. we Mystery Science Theater, and then Hard Boiled. There you go. It's a, home, it's a home video go. hustle friendship Friend fundamental. For life. That's right. It's like it's like tequila and Alan. Explain the friendship <laughs> fundamental concept to to those of the people who are unfamiliar with the home video hustle. What does that mean, Brent? When oh, you guys pull out a friendship fundamental, um, I man, I gotta give a whole big backstory for. It. I'll try to make it brief, but PJ, homie, that's on the show with me. He when I first met him, he had never seen anything. His parents super sheltered him he was super like oh you can't watch this it's too violent you can't watch this you gotta watch either these kids shows or these black movies you watch spike lee or disney that's pretty much what you got <laughs> wow <laughs> well that's so, heavy that's terrible <laughs> no. and when i first so when i first met him i would tell him about all these different movies and everything he would, had never seen anything so i was shown to him and some movies he would really fuck with heavy and some movies it would just be like oh that was cool but the ones that we, he really liked a lot, we would watch he would always be like when i come over on the weekend he'd be like hey can you bring hardball with you hey can you bring Paul Fisher? <laughs> So now, so when we did them on the podcast, I forget how to turn it, but we call them friendship fundamentals because there's the fundamental building blocks of our friendship was through movies and music. Mm. Ah. And so, like, this is this was definitely one, and Pulp Fiction was one, Reservoir Dogs was one, Grindhouse is probably one of the biggest ones. Ah. We saw that in the theater. We On our episode coming out on Friday, I, we told a story about when we went to go see Grindhouse in the theater. That's still, to this day, our favorite movie theater going experience. It's never been topped since then. Yeah. The only thing that may have come close to it is when we went to go see Hardcore Henry because that was hype too. We love that's another fundamental movie. <laughs> I just finally saw that recently. It's I man, that's that's in the top, not maybe not ten, but top twenty though. <laughs> hey, who's in that? I I remember seeing the trailer for that. Who's in that? Only I only recognized one person in that movie. It's all shot from it's like a video game. It's shot from the it's POV. Yeah, it, yeah it's shot. From I remember the. the tr- the trailer for that looked insane, and it looked to me like it was going to be like Crank. Remember Crank oh, with uh, Jason Statham? Yeah. It's, oh, God. It's kind of like that. First yeah, yeah. Person. Tim Roth is uh, the only name I recognize in that movie. Tim Roth. <laughs> and it's, it's all from the point of view of the uh, guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's pretty gruesome, too. It's There's some, there's some, uh, some, some cool stuff. How about we do Hard Boiled as a POV movie? You all from... Um. <laughs> All the motion sickness. <laughs> sliding down the rails, sliding oh, down yeah. the rail, and then you know. You know what they should do though. Actually, they kind of cool. Actually, remake like create the scenes in like VR, and you just put the VR heads. Yeah. Like, do the T house shootout or something. That'd be I cool. saw there's a, there's a game that Oculus people Rift. Is that yeah. Called yeah. Oculus Rift? Yeah. 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 There's a there's a game yeah. that people play uh, on. I've seen clips on on YouTube and stuff. There is a, some kind of shootout where they're running through an art gallery and just. 
shooting people. It looks like hard boiled or die hard. I, I don't know the name of it, but it's just a, a you, VR or is it like a it's a VR game, yeah. Super uh, hot, maybe. That's what, that's what like I was thinking bread. too. I don't know. People running around with like with like a couple guys. It's like oh, all POV. You know no, 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 no. There's a Hitman VR game that came out fairly somewhere oh. recently. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Hey, Mario, is uh, is the killer uh, in the 90s? Is that the 90s? 89. 80s. 89. Okay. All right. 1989. A number. Another summer get down. <laughs> Sound of the funky oh, drummer. Yeah, you got to finish it, Mario. Come on, baby. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll send you that link, John, because I, 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 I'll show you where it, I, I found. But I'm going to see if I can find my Criterion copies because they're, they're stored okay. away somewhere. And I got I got You know move. that that bo- that box of discs you gave me. Uh, there were some Criterion um, Kurosawa in there. Nice. And I thought I thought is this a mistake? Did you give these away on purpose? <laughs> well, you can just hold on to them, and then if I want them back, I'll call you. So what was that about? Because I thought okay, because you know there's like three or four Criterion Kurosawa. I thought was that a mistake? John, you are you- Uncle Owen, and that <laughs> box of DVDs is Luke Skywalker. Where's Aunt Peru? Yeah. <laughs> Well, there was also like a six pack of blue milk in there, and I thought, "Is this?" Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just remember where that comes uh, from. All right, guys. Right. Yeah. So next so week we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a nice little uh, to do with uh, we're gonna have a special guest, and we're gonna be watching Dazed and Confused, taking it back to John's high school days. And uh, who hasn't seen Dazed and Confused? I've never seen it. It's a Brent's All never right. seen. It's Definitely. a Jake's never seen. It's a. Okay. I don't think. Uh, you know, I think it's a, it's it's an interesting movie. I think you'll like it. So your special guest star is uh, Matthew McConaughey, right? That's right. There you go. That's all right. right. All right. All right. Crazy yeah, thing about Matthew now. McConaughey McConaughey is, uh, he keeps getting younger, and we stay the same. <laughs> or wait, what? Anyway, that the, that's the first movie I think anybody ever saw him in, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like seeing Brad. It's he... like seeing Brad Pitt in Thelma and Louise. You're just like, oh hey, right there he is. Right, you're like, oh look at that. He's like a teenager. He's yeah. like a kid before it all went crazy. It's like seeing yeah, Chow Yun. Yeah. It's like seeing Chow Yun Fat in a Better Tomorrow. You're like, oh, there it is. Mm. Yo, there. definitely add that to the list too, John. If you want to look, a Better Tomorrow. That's another one. Yeah. John. Okay. All, so all the, three of them. The one, the three that predate the uh, hardest. The hardest one to find is a bullet in the head. That is a really hard one to find. Well, you know who's got this stuff is uh, Brent. Either is Vin, yeah, Brent. There you go. <laughs> okay, yeah. If you mail it to me, I'll mail it back to you. I was gonna say, Video Tech has probably got it, and so does. Uh, the place out in Santa Monica, that uh, uh, what they called what is it called Vidiots or something like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> because what they got is like they got bootlegs, you know. So. Yes, I was oh, about to say, oh. that's how I got a lot of mine. There was a little stand in the mall. Yeah, that he just yeah. had number bootleg. I was just buy all of them. That's how I got bullet in the head. And the, yeah, yeah. You, you clear you cleaned them out. <laughs> I for, did, man. Only way to get them <laughs> for a while, yeah. Brent. There was they were selling. You could go directly to, I think it was Media Asia. Yeah. Th- that's how I got a copy of um, of uh, what's the one? What's the Jackie Chan movie, movie with him and and Sammo Hung and Yuen Biao and they're they're, they're fighting the drug dealers at the end. He's fighting oh. Benny the Jet in the drug factory. Uh, oh, Dragons Forever! Dragons, oh, they, for, oh, yeah, that's I think, a, I think eighty-eight films. I think just released that on Blu-ray. Oh, okay, I'm gonna have to grab that because that's how I got a copy of that, and I got a copy of Bullet in the Head from them. I had to order it directly from them. I remember, so mm-hmm. that's how I got some of those those eighties Jackie Chan movies. So yeah, I think I got Project A Part Two that way too. I was the only way I, got, I could find it. 
I got lucky. I went to this little random store, tech store somewhere, and they had a whole bunch of Blu-rays on sale for $4. And they actually had Operation Condor 2, Project A, Project A2, Super Cop, and oh, something else I got on Blu-ray. I got all them joints for like 10 bucks. Nice. Oh, it's and out just there. One of those alone on eBay was worth 40 bucks. Nice. Wow. It's, it's, it's great when you can, being into for like like Hong Kong cinema, it's like it really was like record collecting back in the day. Sometimes yeah. you just had to stumble. Sometimes you had to, you had to like mail something. You like mail the company and send them a letter and say, "Hey, do you have this? Can I get this, please?" And mm. then because uh, it was kind of like the internet was a thing, but it wasn't quite what it is now, where you can just one click and it's there. It was you know it was a little bit you had to do some searching and stuff. So uh, yeah, like records, you'd yeah. have to like. People would make like road trips. Oh, we're going to hit this record start in Vegas, and then we're going to hit the yeah. one in, in San Diego. And now you just click and go, okay. Yeah, right. I know there's 50 copies. If every state has got one copy, that's 50 copies. <laughs> right. Every well, at least Ohio and California, we know we have a couple of copies of Hard Boiled, so yes, we're good. we're covered. We're covered. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, for Brent, for PJ, for. Jay, I don't know why I said we're, Brent and PJ. I'm sure we're, yeah, for I, Brent, for, he did that on purpose. For Jake, <laughs> for, no, I don't think he does anymore. For yeah, I'm just old. For Justine, for Patrick, <laughs> for John, for Tequila. Oh, I forgot to ask you. What would your? This is one question I wanted to ask. What would your '90s? Oh. What would your '90s uh, Hong Kong detective nickname be, John? <laughs> oh, uh, Kamikaze. Hey, that's a good one. What about you, Jake? Oh God, I don't, I don't fucking know. Um, I would be burrito. burrito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it had to be booze. Brent, Brent's, uh, Brent's name says uh, Brent, Brent, you said it was Shaq Fu. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> Had a song playing in the background the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh right. man, that's right. funny. Jake would be whiskey. There whiskey? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm down with whiskey. Yeah, there right. you go. Yeah, burrito. That'd yeah. be my nickname. If it's booze, because I'm chunky burrito. and I'm Mexican, so it'd be, it'd be <laughs> burrito. All right, guys. Uh, we will see you next week. Until then, uh, unity. Unity.